giving Mike his credit for his 1995 number one Billboard chart-topping hit. They don't care about us, right? Two you different mean, videos. You one mean, in Brazil. You mean one his song jail. saying shit that Malcolm was saying for thirty years? You mean that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know fuck, fuck you, pal. All right. Some things in life they don't want to see, but if Martin Luther was still living, they wouldn't let this be. The dog, my dog was preaching. Are those the lyrics? This is part of the lyrics. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was doing spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, plus. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, you know what? No, let's get the show started because I, I have smoke. Ben, <laughs> please, whenever, whenever you're ready, Ben. Now you're listening to NDO Podcast. In fact, I got called a nigger so much, I didn't think there was anything wrong. today. I thought it was my name. <laughs> Ladies and gents, niggas and niggas. Nigga. Welcome back. It's the NWO podcast coming to you live and direct as we typically love to do week in and week out. We still out here. We some niggas. We some niggas. With opinions. With opinions. We some niggas. We some niggas. With opinions. Ooh, nigga with opinion, nigga with opinion, nigga, nigga with opinion, nigga with opinion, nigga, nigga with opinion, nigga with opinion, nigga, nigga with opinion, nigga with opinion, nigga. You need opinions, get them from these niggas. You need opinions, get them from these niggas. You need opinion, get them from these niggas. You need opinion. Get them from these niggas. Hey, me, Ricky, Benny, Chris, and Hassan. Power to the people, you know what we are. BJ and this bitch ain't no flexing. Hey, and you already know the resting. Resting power to the big brother George. We gonna put, we gonna fuck it up like Ford. <laughs> Fucked up my flow. Real niggas make mistakes, and you already know. Back to the bullshit, preaching on the pulpit. Fun to get my license, get each crackers full clip. Hey, I'm not playing. You hear what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be me in the streets that you niggas parading for. <laughs> One, two, three, four. We ain't gonna take your shit no more. We gonna burn Target down to the floor. We gonna make mixed kids with your horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't making no mixed kids. That's the problem. We ain't making no mixed kids, man. <laughs> if they ain't African, I'm slapping them. <laughs> Why'd he go crazy like that, dog? Relax. <laughs> barn, dog. Making mixed kids with your horse. I don't know what that's all fucking stupid, dog. Turn it down to the floor. Now you snap. No, but you lost the set. No, I know. I don't know where it came. I, I no, saw he, you. He was so, just trying to rhyme floors, bro. The bars get there before I do. I don't know, I, I don't know where this is going. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, y'all shit. drink this shit for fun? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty man. Yo, we got brother Hassan drinking <gasps> for the first time. <laughs> Nasty history. Black history. Yo, do do what the fuck you want to do. Get your bucket list over with, cause this bitch going down. Hey. <laughs> I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. 
Well, uh, I guess I don't have to introduce who we have on tonight. We have the notorious, the infamous Brother Hassan in the building. Hey. My nigga. Peace, back family. Peace, peace. <laughs> Legend. And for those of you who listen, you already know who this is. I'm one-fourth of your host, Benesee. Take, take a shot of me. I'm feeling the shot already. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, I got my brothers in buffoonery. Plus, Yo. Ricky the Prince. Yo. The vegan trap lord. Gang. Got BJ in the motherfucking building. Yo. How's everyone feeling, man? Numb goddamn point. Um, you know what? <laughs> Honest to God, I'm sure I don't have to ask how niggas feel. So I just, I really want to start. Um, how we do when we show most people respect? Let's do a moment of silence uh, for Mr. George Floyd off, uh, off top. Uh, three, two, one. And I mean, also all the other. Sorry, yes. Goddamn, because yes. it's been. A cluster in the past month or so. George yeah. Floyd might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but thank but God yeah. there was a straw. There was plenty <laughs> straws a bunch, before. A bunch. So moment of silence. All right, thank you. Um, I guess the most recent news that we have is that his family did an independent autopsy, which proved that whatever. The white folks were telling us was bullshit. He died of asphyxiation. Yes. Mm. And you see, they were trying to tell us, well, the coroner was saying that he died because of he had pre-existing cardiac problems. Mm -hmm. And so I believe... They tried to say it was heart conditions. The nigga was on drugs. Drugs, The brother was on drugs. They tried to say a whole bunch of shit about the man. I love that immediately his family knew independent autopsy. And asphyxiation, choked to death, could mm-hmm. not breathe, like he said. Now, what's crazy is I feel like this has been happening to us for a long time. Why do you think that this is the one that made people go in the street and burn shit down? Well, you just had um, Ahmad Arbery. He just got gunned down in broad daylight. Um and I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Yeah, the Amy Cooper situation. Bernice, um, not Bernice. Yeah, um, the Amy Cooper situation. Amy Cooper situation. You um, talking about um? Why? Why are we forgetting her name? Brianna. Brianna Taylor. Taylor. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I wanted to keep wanting to call her Brittany. Yeah, Brianna Taylor, and there, and like I said, there's been years. You remember going back to Sandra Bland, Trayvon Mar, and Eric Garner. Bro, which, they took that lady mugshot well, after she was, she was dead. Was fucking dead. Yeah, bro. So it's just years and years of 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 of. Violence, being gunned down, being being literally lynched Mike in the Brown street. Big Mike this Brown, this nigga to stop shooting. And nigga. people, people are upset, bro. You that's why. Saying? That's why this was the one. We yeah. t- look how like niggas is literally begging for their fucking lives, my nigga. What the fuck is that? Where the fuck are we really at? What what, what world is this? I remember somebody can be begging for their fucking life. I remember when I had my Twitter account before they banned me. I said, America is a third world country. And I immediately got an email from Twitter. <laughs> like, within seconds. And they, they took down the tweet. Really? Yeah, I started picking up traction. It had, like, 800 oh, okay. retweets in a matter of 30 minutes. I got an email, and the tweet was gone. When I first started tweeting that, I, but that was, like, when I first got on Twitter, I tweeted that. It never, they never said shit. Yeah, back then. It was, <laughs> that's, that's back when Twitter was the wild, wild west. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I mean, people are upset. People are fed up. And um, 
like you said, this is the this this was the final straw for a lot of people. Like this guy had his what his knee on his neck for what nine minutes they said. Yeah. It's minutes, the look yeah. in the nigga That's face the in the video, face. bro. Yeah. And um, something. And then <clears throat> and also while we're here, I don't know if we have any, but our Chinese brothers and sisters and our Asian brothers and sisters, the crackers to, with chinky eyes. That's what have, they call us. You have some house cleaning to do. <laughs> okay, there are some of you within our ranks. That ain't really for us. We support the Chinese fried rice. Why don't you fuck with us like that? <laughs> the crackers with chinky eyes. That's exactly what they are. Um, Africans have no friends. Africans versus everybody, bro, man. The way Period. I feel right now, dog. Hey, title contender, Africans have no friends. Everybody's Africans a suspect. Everybody. Why? I love this guy. Um, Everybody's okay. a suspect. Hassan, why was this the one? Why is this the one sending black people into the streets? Why are the Negroes waking up today? Because the clubs were closed. Ooh. Wow. Niggas are frustrated. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Just know, you always have a home on this podcast, okay? Forever. You have a home here forever, Ooh. brother. But what's so, going to happen after the riots is the real concern. So you're saying that, I mean, well, honestly, yeah, the quarantine eliminated a shitload of distractions. Yeah, niggas ain't gotta be at work Niggas ain't gotta be fresh Niggas ain't gotta get their hair done People ain't gotta do shit All we have to do is sit home Because I've like I've been trying to take internet breaks But it's <laughs> like I can't help but look at this shit I can't help but watch this shit And it's like You know how it is Like when this shit happened And you know that like In any other city This could be you Like the fucking cloud Walk around with you for a few days Like you feel like fuck because it, it feels like I got shot. Like, when I hear sh- like shit like that, because I'm not a guy who's going to get arrested peacefully for no reason. <laughs> they have to hear me or give me an explanation. I'm not going to immediately put my hands behind my back without a conversation. <laughs> right? So, any day, we could be the nigga, bro. Then what? Facts. I'm that nigga. I'm definitely one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> the fuck? And it's just that shit is sobering as fuck to know that any city could be you as niggas who look like you. But that's the problem. A lot of us don't see ourselves in those predicaments. You feel what I'm saying? Man. Like we don't internalize like that could be me down there. And that's why a lot of us don't want to get involved. That's why... I'm, oh shit, here come Brother Hassan with that Malcolm X talk. You feel what I'm saying? Until you the motherfucker on the ground. You get what I'm saying? Then right. you wish there's a Malcolm X motherfucker talking for you. There right. you go. Right. Because right. at the end of the day, the people who speak like me are the only people who remember Trayvon's Martin birthday and celebrate Sandra Bland. The people who are always focused on Africanness and African people are the only people that's going to remember you when you dead and gone. Now, speaking of people who've been misspeaking, um, the internet, the Twitter, black Twitter specifically, uh, they've put together a coon (laughs) list. Um, A coon list because so many celebrities have misspoken this week. Um, I'm just going to read off names from the coon list. If you have a contribution, please voice it. Um, (laughs) It says here, list of coons. LL Cool J. What the fuck did LL do this week? I saw him do a freestyle. Yeah. He was Niggas saying, hated that he shit. Was saying some, he was saying some cool <laughs> shit today. Shucking and jiving. Now, B. Simone, this, she said that her Christianity won't allow her to go out and protest and riot 
Meanwhile, on Walla now, all of her jokes are circulated around sucking dick. So and the hypocrisy. And then she lost a bunch of followers, and on Saturday morning, she was protesting. Oh, of course. Um, I saw some shit with Lori Harvey I didn't care enough to see. She's here. Yeah, Little Nas X tweeted, what are you wearing to the Civil War? And niggas yeah. got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> niggas got... <laughs> but, but niggas been waiting to get him the fuck out of here for a long time. <laughs> niggas is one of the reasons. They lump him up with Dwayne Wade, son. They've been waiting to get him yeah. out of here. We have Russell Wilson here who is telling niggas to pray. Yeah, all he said was, we need Jesus. I don't, hey, bro, uh, get the fuck out of here. Somebody <laughs> retweeted, the same Jesus who watched slavery. <laughs> uh, we have here... Diddy, I don't know what Diddy did. Uh, we have Paris Jackson. Diddy been cooling for a while. Who fucking said that the fucking looting was whatever the fuck, disgraceful or some shit. Fuck you. Burn down the Hilton. We have Lil Wayne, bro. And I wish y'all would stop asking Lil Wayne political Please. shit. Please. Y'all trying to make me hate the best rapper alive. I love him. Bro. But I love him a little less whenever you gotta get political. Entertainers gotta take that little part of their ego out, would make them feel like they are leaders for the black community, and let the actual leaders for the black community speak up. It's not them though. You understand? Like Malcolm X, like I actually googled the quote where he was saying, "Where in the white community do you see the trumpet players and dancers as fucking white leaders? They don't exist. Only amongst niggas are tap dancers and football players leaders." Like these motherfuckers talk Like every time some shit happened Niggas are like How come so and so didn't say nothing And when these niggas are How come so and so didn't say nothing That's when you cause these motherfuckers To speak as if they're somebody That's the thing though If you is that somebody Alright you know what No you don't know what to say about it But there are niggas out here that do Let them speak up for it Look Go stand next to the nigga at a press conference just like you would if the fucking president asked you to stand next to him at a press conference and speak for him, bro. You got to understand. simple shit. You cannot trust a motherfucker who's paid directly from white supremacy, from white people, right? And so they're never going to give you the skinny. They're never going to give you the real. They're going to water it down so white people feel comfortable because white people go to their concerts, white people support them, and white people can stop their money flow. And so they feel like, Fuck that political shit. I'm gonna give you a little bit so you can feel like I'm on your side. But at the end of the day, man, it's I about my money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on the side of the money. Yeah, that's how. That's, that's, that's what got B Simone back in the street. We have here. We have Summer Walker. I don't know what she said or did. Uh, she's just a con. Okay. Probably, yeah. Probably posted like a bikini pic or some shit. She's an idiot. <laughs> Des Bryant came out and said. I'm not going to let all the fucked up white people let me forget about all the cool Good, white yeah, people yeah. that exist. Oh and they got him God. the fuck out of here. Quick. <laughs> Quickly. It, it's not about the sentiment. It's just, why you choose not to say this? Quickly. Why and is I this important like, now? Come on, Even uh, if, like... They gathered bro. his belongings quickly. They're not going to let you back in, bro. They're not going to let you back in. You're a black man, like my nigga. A jobless, a jobless black man. Chuck and Joe. A jobless black, <laughs> black man. That's a fact. I, I bring it. Who was re- who's released... By the white man, uh, still cooning. <laughs> but you, but you love him though. We have here Doja Cat. We all know oh, she's man. mixed. Is she not number Any one? mixed person really don't necessarily count. Is she not number one? Uh, no, uh, Beyonce and um, I, I, I told Megan took it. I told niggas last week, and they said it didn't matter. She got it anyways. <laughs> we have Mariah the scientist. I don't know who this is. Nobody knows. Tyler Perry was encouraging niggas to do peace in Atlanta. 
And niggas was like, you shut the fuck up before niggas raid your studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what niggas said. Niggas yeah. said, shut up before we raid your studio, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let you have that shit, my nigga. You better Take it easy. Down. Take it easy, my brother. Take two. Oprah's best. My friend. My friend. Please. My friend. Yeah. Calm down. Take it easy. Take it easy. Oprah's best friend better shut the fuck up. He better shut the fuck up. We have Odell Beckham. I don't know what he did. He's been a cool. We have... Deion Sanders. <laughs> been a cool oh, oh he's been tap dancing. Okay, we have this bitch Shekinah, the one who was crying over Gucci. Gucci. Did you I see this you. bitch? I got you. I got Gucci you. ain't did nothing to y'all. I got you. <laughs> All right. Lennox Mall ain't did nothing to y'all. I don't know why y'all out here burning down Lennox Mall. They ain't did nothing to y'all. It's just people out there trying to make their money. And you don't deserve none of that. What they doing out there. Fuck you, bitch. All right, fuck you. Shut up. Some shit got to burn, man. We have here uh, T.I. Did you guys see T.I. When he calling Atlanta, Atlanta Wakanda? I, I I am officially sick of that guy. <laughs> Clifford, <laughs> why are we talking to him? <laughs> Go off, Ben. I don't understand. Why? why? One of, first of all, why are we talking to him? Secondly, if we are going to talk to him, why are we talking to him without a haircut? Without a haircut. <laughs> we you should ever, not be talking to that nigga like, looking like trying that. Trying to look no, like a civil rights. No, was... was <laughs> 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 she's trying to look like he's been in <laughs> struggle. Get the fuck out of here, You ever watch TV and been embarrassed for somebody else? Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. All the time. Like, I was embarrassed. Like I felt like I was the one on stage saying stupid shit. Because he left like he dropped the mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my. That was the worst thing like he could have done. It's Wakanda. Wakanda. He That's walked the, worst. the fuck away. <laughs> Clifford, get the fuck back here. <laughs> Explain that. The fuck? Was anybody else distracted by his shirt? <laughs> Why are you wearing this picnic basket shirt? It's, it's picnic cloth. I want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on your shirt. <laughs> we also have here two chains. Two chains was mad as fuck. He had to close this business. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, he you was hot. He's like, ooh, y'all shut down black businesses. Now what? Shut the fuck up. Yes, okay? what? Go That's riding, what, Go riding around and get it, you bitch. <laughs> That's what you do. Fuck, fuck out of here. Fuck, fuck wrong with these niggas, bro. They crazy, Why do you think... I have sympathy Come on. for rich niggas, bro. Nigga Why do they think that? We're because burning that. shit down, brother. You know, oddly enough, weirdly enough, Lil Mama had the perfect take on them niggas. No, she did. She did. She said that they identify more with being rich, rich than black right black. now. Yeah, it is true. You got to understand. Say, it's for example, they came in the game at 19, and they now in their 40s. Or fifties, they've been they've been richer, richer longer, longer than they've than been alive. Come on, bro. So they can't relate to no. what's fucking really true. going on. They've yeah. been rich for so long, and it's like so. Some of these things, money has like allowed them to leap from. Yeah, but then you got to also too. If you that's an illusion, though. That's an, an illusion, illusion because illusion because fuck. you can lose it at any moment, mm-hmm. or you can be in the wrong place where at a nigga don't know time. you got money. But, and you're a nigga. But why are you surprised when it's a bunch of rappers who are talking to you now three or four albums into their career where all they're doing their entire album is reminding you how broke you are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all they're telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then you, niggas get mad when they get on Twitter to remind you how broke you are. Dog, but you're ni- buying their albums telling you that. Dog, 95% of hip-hop and rap songs today is a diss song to their fans. Yes. Period. <laughs> That's Literally. what this is. I'm, I'm going to fuck song. your girl when she comes to my show. <laughs> when she comes to my show, I got more money than you. And you a broke nigga. No, no. That's it. I know the song. <laughs> when a rich nigga wants you, and your <laughs> nigga, nigga can't do nothing, nothing for you. Oh, however, they still ain't they still ain't loyal. Yeah, fuck out of here, nigga. Chris, I don't feel bad for you, Chris. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Chris. Why would you, Mister? And, and and I like my girl. Yeah, Could you please not fuck her. 
<laughs> we also have here the dream. Uh, yeah, he, he's a he was super cool this week. He's a fucking hamburglar. More of black businesses don't destroy them. <laughs> yeah. Now I tweeted this week: black businesses need a fucking need lamb's blood over their doors. That was a great tweet for a protest Passover, my nigga. All right. Jews got it. When you walk in their business, they got like a little scroll, the little yeah. scroll. on their door. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Black people get the on your shit. Yes. Yeah. Over every door. Yeah. yeah. So you know yeah, what's yeah. up. I don't yeah. care. Get on your shit. But that, and see, so someone else tweeted that like, if people feel comfortable enough looting your black business, what does that say about what your presence was in the community Facts. before Facts. that? Facts. Mm-hmm. So we get a bomb it, for that. And, and whether or not people thought or even knew that you were black owned before. Because there were so many businesses that get that G pass. That's a, that's a, there's a counter to that if you're speaking within the Miami area. Because any businesses in the Miami area that got looted, they were saying 5% of those people were not even from Miami. So if, if a black business get attacked, it may not be from locals. That's why you'll see videos the next day with a bunch of locals and a bunch of black niggas like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why we, why are we, um, why are we attacking black businesses when all locals are like, yo, it wasn't us. We ain't, we would never do that. You know what I'm saying? We've been getting our haircut from here for forty years. You know, we would never attack this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's gonna go into our other conversations that we're gonna have later on, but uh, it, we're just in a crazy time right now. And the celebrities that have money. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, we won't need to hear from you, man. Yeah, you just I shut mean, the just fuck up. Speaking of people who will now shut the fuck up, um, they fired Jason Whitlock, y'all boys. Good. Oh, good. oh my God. That, that? Real applause oh, for me. Oh, that racist Jason fuck on ESPN. I, the tap dancing fat fuck. From the NWO podcast I tweeted today. <laughs> uh, black guy? Yeah, I said, um, no, he's he's a true coon. Um Yo, where the fuck y'all get this? So um, <laughs> he's a he's a legit coon. He sides right. with the with the, no, with the with the crackers. Like, and and I, um, first thing, I'm not going to celebrate a black man losing his job. Fuck that, no, you, y'all can celebrate. If you know what that's, that's a, that's a melanated cracker. That ain't no black use, man. Only man. use that job to shit on niggas though. I can be real. Literally, I don't know that nigga. I can't even remember the nigga. Literally, he he's, a, he's a chubby fat dude that when LeBron somebody wrote a uh, nigga on LeBron's crib, he was like, oh, LeBron mad about that, and he lives in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and that's he's a coon, He's bro. a corny ass. And I yeah, sh- butter biscuit oh, eating ass. Oh, you know shit. Yeah, he like the little the <laughs> motherfucker that played on That's So Raven yeah. as a kid. That's that nigga. He looks just hey, like the brother. Get this nigga That's what out they of call here, him, bro. Yeah. yeah. They got Corey. this nigga out of here, out of here. <laughs> they fired him, bro. Why? They do hey. Fox News. So listen. They said, don't need him no more. He tried to outbid his contract. Said, he wanted I more s- money, and I thought he wasn't worth it. All I the said, boot licking he did wasn't worth it to keep his job. Let that be a lesson. White supremacy will one day get rid of its coons. Y'all can buck dance, y'all can play all y'all want, but when your time is up, it's up, man. That's why I said today, I, was, I tweeted today, I said, a coon is more detrimental to us than a racist person is. Facts. It hurts more, dog. Oh, yeah. Facts. It Facts. hurts Facts. more, dog. A double agent always I'm hurts. telling you, bro, like that shit is more detrimental to us than any of these fucking racists will ever be, dog. Because you can see the racist They undermine, coming. they undermine black shit. empowerment. They undermine that shit purposely, bro. That shit so, causes infiltration. And think about the slavery days when niggas had a master plan to get Every the fuck away. Every single movement. Any motherfucker that got caught was because of a fucking coon. And then they're also the black friend that people use to disrespect. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're Facts. the one that give the G passes to all the disrespect. So when they come around real niggas, they feel familiar. It's cool. It's cool, bro. Yeah, facts, I know facts. TJ from Opalaka. I don't I fuck beat TJ. Show ass to Opalaka. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's no reason why Justin Bieber should have been allowed to play basketball in L.A. and Compton. There's no reason. No, no, no. That's There's crazy. no reason. That's crazy. No, no reason for do that. Soldier Boy can't even walk through the motherfucking neighborhood. <laughs> they checking up Soldier Boy, that's but crazy. the cracker come through and play basketball. That's crazy. Yeah, nah, that ain't that ain't on code. Immediately put that shit to rest. But public service announcement for the folks that are burning shit down, all the dope boys, just make sure you're ready to buy it back. That's what I'm old. saying. You know bro. what I'm saying? Now I'm not condoning it. I'm just all saying. All of you financial. All you financial forward black people that's trying to lead this financial revolution, make sure all of these areas that was looted and burnt down and mm-hmm. destroyed, make sure y'all come through with the bread. Don't just post some shit because at the end of the day, all that's going to happen with all that property is that somebody else from another culture or another community going to come in and put another business there. They're going to put a Starbucks in that shit. And you know what happens when they start putting Four, Starbucks 401k in 401k Twitter was quiet when it came to that topic. So I was talking <laughs> to my tax man this week. And tax man, he was Twitter. like, he was telling me this is one of these special times where wealth changes hands. Mm-hmm. It was like there were tons of people who capitalized off of times like this. And also folks who are being innovative. He was like, yes. use your brain. And hit a lick because there were tons of people around you hitting licks. So it's and like there are motherfuckers making like a killing from protests. Like everybody has a hustle. To me, to me, this is if you capitalize on this moment here, it's not hitting a lick. It's literally setting your life up for a generational wealth because there the, the opportunities are endless. Like 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 me and me and Hassan was talking earlier, brother Hassan. He was me and him were talking. I was saying like, bro, like. American culture, America as we knew it, it's over. Every <laughs> everything is gonna change, bro. Like yeah. from, the, from the way people think, the well, way how businesses ran, how this people spend year their money. Is no doubt gonna change the rest of our lives for sure. No, nah, this fucking year was like a it's plane be crash. A this shit point. just came out of nowhere. Bro. I don't know how much we, it was necessary. Our lives. Okay. Now, guys, our kids' lives would be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. For the better, I think. But hopefully, we still got a few years of. No, we got a lot. Nah, nah, I'm out of here. I'm 78. My ancestors already told me, so I got a long ways to go. So this yeah, motherfucker yeah. gonna change. 78 is a good year. That's like a drink. You see this guy? This guy's <laughs> offering drinks right now. <laughs> so wait, all week we've seen everything from peaceful protesting mm-hmm. to motherfuckers burning shit down. How do we feel? Is it right? Wrong? Necessary? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Talk to me. It. I love it. Put my, I'm going to put my opinion out there. I love it. And I'm sorry if your business gets looted or destroyed. I apologize. But at the end of the day, man, you got to understand. And you're saying that as a business owner. Yeah. And sometimes sacrifices Respect. need to be made. Them sacrifices hurt. Yes. But imagine that if your business didn't get burned down, it wouldn't be no attention brought from your area. Capitalize on it. I hope you had insurance. I hope you was doing your business the right way. You feel me? Because at the end of the day... If you didn't own the property, then you still in business. Don't sleep. Talk to him, Chris. Talk to him. I, I mean, what type of society that we live in that a building is more important than a life? Ooh. Man, fuck them buildings, man. Fuck Niggas out here man. dying. Black men. What's the reason you got the building in the first place? Come on, man. Why like, do you own that building? On to our backs. To empower black people. On our backs. And we still dying. You got your building and niggas still dying. And like Trey It don't said, matter. Keep shout, your building. Shouts out to the niggas talking about businesses and black businesses before black bodies. Niggas see you too. 
Yo, nigga, nice. see you. You want to say Trey said that? Yeah, surprise me. <laughs> Who said that? Trey Song said, "Shouts out to all the niggas mentioning black businesses before black bodies. We see you." That's that's real. Like, if the first thing you gotta complain about is why y'all doing this instead of what the crackers did was disgusting. No, bro, if you got to. You bro, know, listen, I ain't gonna say it because they gonna say I'm inside and rise, but do what you got. It's do. not inside rise. Like at the end of the day, motherfucker, everybody is wake, awakening now. You guys have been tweeting and saying stay woke for years. Some people are play waking. Yeah, so some, uh, a they, lot of people. Let me give woke. you the contrast on that. Right, they woke, but they still in bed. Yeah, a they playing like the Rodney King riots. It won't no crackers out there. Yeah. The crackers was the targets. Right. These riots, yeah. it looked like a fucking rainbow coalition. You got yeah. Mexicans, <laughs> Hispanics. So niggas playing woke because they haven't still realized who the real enemy is. See, white people rioting for their best interest. They understand Correct. what the fuck is going on. But niggas playing woke. It's okay. I, we we I, see to, you too. To answer your question, plus, I don't have an issue with it. We're at war. And at war, I like any, to hear that, brother. anything goes. Anything, <laughs> anything goes. You know what I'm saying. If you're gonna loot these fucking stores, if you're gonna fucking riot, however you feel, you need to react to have your voice heard. You fucking do it because we are at war. These motherfuckers have been looting from us for fucking generations. Fuck their targets. Fuck their businesses. Fuck how they feel. Hit them where it hurts, and that's their fucking money. Okay, fuck them. I have a question out of nowhere. Fuck, we give a fuck how they feel. What is the NFL? I mean, what is the NW, NFL? What is the NWO official response to? This isn't the right way to protest. Fuck you. How are you going to tell us how to protest? How are you going to tell black people how to protest, how to have their voices heard? We've done everything possible to when, be heard. When the fucking, Every fucking thing possible. Everything it's, possible. It's, when we team? kneel, it's a problem. It's a problem. When we silent protest, it's a, it's problem. a problem. What's the hockey team in Boston? The <laughs> Boston Bruins. When them motherfuckers lose, they turn the city upside down, my nigga. Y'all motherfuckers riot for fucking losses in a fucking game. People losing their life. Niggas is dying. Even in the fucking riots, in the fucking protests, you guys are fucking... You guys are fucking targeting black people, disrespecting black people for peacefully protesting while just not doing anything anything to the white people that are out there. You know what I'm saying? Not doing anything to the white people that are out there. Yeah, I said anything. Get the fuck out of here, man. This is why we're protesting, bro. This is why. This is why niggas is mad, dog. <laughs> Listen, Park said it a long time. We can't have peace till the niggas get a peace too. You feel what I'm saying? And that's just what it is, man. We don't get no justice. You don't get no That's peace. why when these niggas talk about, oh, curfew, this curfew, man, fuck you. And fuck your curfew. Fuck that. I don't even want justice, Chris. I'm going to be real fuck with that, you. that, man. I'd rather the power. Because justice is asking your enemy to be merciful to you. Oh, I don't yeah. even want justice. I want power. That's what I want. So get, fuck yeah. their justice. I want power. power. I'm with Social that. power. Hell yeah. That's it. And you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like everybody begging not to loot. Ultimately, is scared, right? And I feel like we have to scare the fuck out of people. Like, honestly, all the real change, that's where that shit comes from. Mm -hmm. Like, the Haitians couldn't ask the French to stop being mean, bro. (laughs) You had to scare the fuck out of these niggas, bro. So why are niggas scared to look scary in front of white people? You're scary to them regardless. You're a monster to these people. You have to understand, when you spend your life trying to assimilate, trying to tone down, trying to hold back, trying to be palatable... Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you can't break 
25 years of habits in a few months. But you have if to If you've come- been tap dancing for a long time, that's what your toes are used you've to. You've seen your after, parents tap dance. After a while. Like, think about that. After a while, your feet should start to hurt. You got to take the shoes off after a while and, and, and open your fucking eyes and realize no matter how much I fucking tap dance, this shit is not going to work. I there mean, has to be another option. Unfortunately, right, that's not everybody's reality. Because some niggas got Dr. Souls. Like them niggas got, <laughs> they got comfortable shoes, bro. Yeah, right. so, so it's like it's up to them to have empathy and to see themselves in us. Because some niggas don't feel like their money is armor. Like they can't get me because I got all this money. Like if like it's a moat. Well, that's fine. But like I was saying earlier today, what you're seeing right now is a bunch of kids who saw Trayvon Martin get murdered. Nothing happened, and these motherfuckers are adults now. They are they, we they, we are not our our ancestors, bro. And I know people hate to hear that shit, but no, nigga, this is a new time. This is a new day, and we're fucking fed up. Niggas is getting lynched in broad the, daylight on at camera. Same, at the Fuck same that, time, nigga. Fuck at the that. Same time, the enemy is not their ancestors. All right. Them niggas is scary, all right? So let's tell the truth. They talk a big game, but we done seen the videos online. Niggas out there crunk dancing in front of the police. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. say something. He made me yeah. so yeah. mad. Yeah. He made me. If oh, he made me back so in 03. Oh, and he's you the crunk for and justice. And he's the biggest nigga I've seen at any protest. Yeah, like, come on, like, man. I mean, come on. But that's the system, though. It has to buck break black men. Instead of black men being the alpha males, we have to be the Crunk dancing, putting on a dress. You know, like all that time we were talking about this shit, niggas like, oh, you fake woke. You talking that hotep shit. And we're like, no, 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 it's real. White supremacy can't exist if you had a whole bunch of, let's say, for example, Brother Hassan's running around. This shit wouldn't be taking place. It wouldn't be kind. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) be very kind. So the system has to make us a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I laughed at this shit, to be honest with you, man. Now, right now on Twitter, something called the Insurrection Act. Is trending <laughs> now for those unfamiliar with the insurrecting the insurrection act is from 1807 and it's something that the fucking president can do that governs the ability um, to of the president of the United States to deploy military troops within the United States to suppress civil disorder insurrection and rebellion. Now let me hit you with some historical facts about that 1807, right? Mm-hmm. What happened three years prior to that? Our liberation. Haitians' independence, 1804. Mm-hmm. So that whole act was signed because you had people like um, Denmark, VC, and shit like that. I've been drinking too much. But you had all these slave rebellions taking place. That's an act that came directly out of slavery, bro. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to use that same act to this day. And so, like, right now, can they? Trump Hell has yeah. his finger on the button. Mm-hmm. He has his finger on the button right now, and he's threatening. Because people keep saying martial law. Those who know better keep telling me that the words martial law under that type of words don't really exist. They have to do sly shit with acts like this. Before you continue, can I say something real quick? We're recording on a Monday. We're releasing this on Tuesday. Trump just finished his announcement. As of right now, the Department of Defense just reported that no state in the United States of America has asked the military for any type of help. Just ask because he said he says he's going to put on the governors to reach out to uh, military forces, but you know how to be a dominant like, force in the streets. These, no one has done that so far. And the Republican governors think, shake that ass for him, though. They do. If any of y'all governors do this shit, pay attention because the elections is coming up. 
them niggas. You mean the elections? Them shit's gonna be suspended. Elections that you get niggas on our voting in? Those those elections? Listen, I told you I wasn't voting for your president. Okay, okay, okay. Local elections, please vote. Please vote. Changing laws and doing all that shit. If this shit go into martial law, man, niggas better think about living on space. They better get the fuck out of America. Because (laughs) if you deploy your military forces on your own country, right, that's going to stretch out the United States where other people are going to start to look and say... When you see civil unrest, you see yeah, opportunity. Opportunities. Yep. And other countries going to be like, remember when America took our natural resources? Mm-hmm. This would be the good time this to go hit them up right quick. Yeah. So if they deploy martial law, man, niggas better find a way to make spaceships and get the well, fuck out of here because it's going to get ugly. That, it, it's going it's, it's to be even more unrest. House. That, and that's why I think I will call bluff on them because it's going to put more unrest at white people only because Facts. when these motherfuckers are coming to infiltrate America, they're coming after your white ass. Facts. <laughs> Facts. They're coming straight for your white Tell ass. Me. You know what I'm saying? They know we ain't got so shit. So if you pay attention to American, American um, and social you studies... You see how y'all American, treat us over here. Listen, they're coming straight for you, Donald. Stand up, stand-up comedians have been making the joke for years that foreign terrorists will not take a black hostage. There's no point. There's no value in that. (laughs) You're killing them. They're your hostage. There was a video that surfaced (laughs) like in the 2000s, early 2000s, where these black Iraqis were telling black people, what y'all over here fighting us for? We ain't got no problem with you. And it was beheading white people. Remember yeah. it was beheading yes. white people? Yes. You never, never seen, seen a black person get beheaded. They're not going to blink an eye. As they a matter of fact, gonna bat an eyelash. So the dudes, the black men who fought in the Vietnam War said some of the same sentiments same that the Vietnamese niggas were mocking them like, bro, you shooting us for the bro, white niggas? Like, they were slaving you niggas a few ben, years ben, ago. Remember, Y'all ben, stupid. Ben, remember Schneider fought in that shit. And Schneider said the same thing. Like, yo, he in war. He walking around like, yo, these niggas walking right past me. Literally. They capture niggas from his bunker like, yo. Yo, you good? <laughs> do what you got to do, bro. Like, like walking no, right guys, past this nigga. I'm here to kill you guys. No, you straight. Yeah. Keep going, you straight. <laughs> so if, if that shit happens, and like you said, other countries are going to see an area of opportunity. That's how this shit is set up. They gonna come here. Yeah, they might take a few lives, but at the end of the day, it's like, nigga, we ain't after y'all. Okay. <laughs> Since we on some conspiracy shit, let's go Africa, cra- come get let's us. go crazier. Hypothetic, hypothetic. Russia, us, North Korea. I mean, like, come, come on, on bro. bro. If you de- if you take your military out of other countries, yes. out of the embassies, and you now bring them into martial law, because that shit is the gonna national be very guard weak. is depleted and busy as fuck. All the homies I know who do national guard, they got their bootstrapped. Hey, all I'm saying is we got listeners in Africa. If they declare martial law, Africa come get us. Bitch, you ain't gotta come get me. You don't have to come get me. Email us I'm out at of there. NWO <laughs> three. Out of here, bro. Ship me in a doom to Haiti. Just put an air hole in that bitch. I'm I'm put me anywhere I'm going where there's other black people. Just get me the I'm fuck up out of here. I'll make that shit happen. I'm, I'm, going to Haiti. I'm, I'm Africa straight. Come get I got us. friends in Haiti. I'm pasta in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're pasta? I'm pasta. Nigga, send me there. Nigga, that shit is crazy. But like, uh, but at the end of the day, man, like, 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 like we were saying, like that. I, I'm, that's why I'm calling bluff on that shit. Like. You cannot put American at march. You you just can't. Nah, you do can't. It. You, you can't. cannot do it. There's more Americans than military. You cannot you and do, do it. it. And I think the people are starting to learn now. Okay, the fact that people are even waking up right now is that shit more good or more disrespectful? What do you mean? Like because if it could be it could be dangerous. On, I don't know about. I'm trying to understand. Hold on. What do you say? Because I find it disrespectful that like there's been video, there's been tape, there's been research. Why y'all flipping shit over for us now? 
Like why the fuck What do you mean that Black people or white people White people Like the fact that oh, Some of them give a fuck today easy It's nah. crazy that's White people no, don't give easy. a fuck The white people that's Rioting and doing all that shit They don't give a fuck They're Talk trying to, to incite something Talk Where to black people Can potentially become The Jews of America So what about the niggas Who just woke up today What about those They niggas? not woke up Them niggas out there With white hoes man Hanging Talk out cars him. and shit They not They still haven't realized Who their enemy is They're just upset because other white people haven't accepted their coolness ideas and their multiculturalism. That's what they're mad about. They're mad about acceptance. They're not really mad about what situation they're in. They don't understand that racism works in nine areas of human activity, right? Which is education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, war, and healthcare. All of those areas control our lifestyle. Everything. And all those things are ran by white people. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people are saying, well, racism is the problem. The system is the problem. And I'm looking at niggas like, well, who runs the system? Mm-hmm. So which means white people are the problem. But niggas don't want to say that. So they're not really woke. They're just playing around right now. It's a cool. It's cool. There's a line of thinking on the internet that says that this... The George, my lips are numb. What the fuck? Yeah, turn up. <laughs> Welcome to NWO. Welcome to NWO. The George Floyd murder. Been here four times. This is his first time, literally experiencing NWO. <laughs> my nigga, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, my brother. brother. No, There's a line of thinking that says that the George Floyd murder murder is a necessary and welcome distraction, as opposed to Corona and the Jeff Epstein shit, because it 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 implicates. So many powerful, wealthy people. And like, because they're putting out crazy secrets. Anonymous is putting out crazy secrets, but the entire world is preconceived with the murder of this innocent dude, of this unarmed dude. And historically, these problems go away in 30 days. This outrage goes away in 30 days. Therefore, it's a welcome distraction and a welcome bootleg play. Have you guys seen this Epstein shit? Yes. Yep. I watched uh, three And it's episodes. on Netflix, right? On Netflix. Yes. I'm ben, watching this when I, I get home. I watched three of the episodes. Ben knew about it. I'm watching when I get home. Ben knew about it. I, I think it was a Ooh. little underwhelming. Um, uh, I think they, they focused on so, a lot on his sexual preferences, which was little girls. And he was a sick, twisted motherfucker. We're talking about in episode one. Like, you know how some... And they cleaned it up a lot. Well, let's clear this up. All white motherfuckers are somehow sick when it comes to pedophilia. Like, if you look at Valentine's Day, they got a fucking baby as the symbol of love. Like, we really got to look at European culture. And I tell people, you cannot be African unless you study European culture. You have to study your enemy before you realize who you are. They have a baby in a diaper shooting grown-ass niggas with, with fucking yeah, boring arrows. Like, their shit. whole shit is some pedophilic, bro. Some of those Greek statues are a little suspect. Come right? on, man. Not a little, little suspect. suspect. So I'm not surprised by Epstein and all that shit like that. Like, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I wasn't. When I, so far, I have not finished with it, but I'm on the third episode. But I'm like, I'm a little underwhelmed. Like, they take you. It's, a, it's, it's You know, it's good. You see some of the shit that you never heard before. You see his My life. Nigga. I'm on episode one, and I've seen four white women say, yeah, I was 17, and he tried to fuck oh, me. Oh, oh, keep watching. Clean oh, with keep the, watching. the thing about this documentary, like, do- like, I watch a lot of documentaries. Some of them have little information, and they drag it. In two seconds, this documentary is, <laughs> he fucked me in the pussy, I was 12. In two seconds. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's because they cleaned it up, why they have so much. Because it's a lot. For me, what I don't, so far, I'm not done with it. I'm almost done with it. But for me, the biggest takeaway that I get from this documentary is that 
they circle around a lot. They talk a lot about his his behavior with women, young girls, and how he was sexually attracted to young women. Um, but clearly, the man was killed for a reason, and I hate that they never fucking touched on that. Mm-hmm. He was killed for a reason. He was. You got to pay attention to. See, one thing about American history is, you got to understand, certain people are murdered for a reason. Mm-hmm. You got to get down to the reason and the cause for that because. Deaths, the reason they, they die is because they can take down the whole regime. Mm-hmm. That whole Marilyn Monroe shit, Princess Diana, Jeff Epstein, even Michael Jackson, all that. There's a reason why these people are murdered. They, they can take down a lot of fucking very, very, very powerful people. So the fact that his documentary doesn't fucking touch on that at all. All we're, ta- all we're talking about is child pornography, which is like, okay, no one here is surprised that he was a fucking. That's all he wanted. He was young pussy. Well, here's the thing about it. Again, going back to their culture, right? I hate to be that guy, but going back to their culture. No, you don't. <laughs> you love to be that guy. You love to be that guy. You, you got to understand, like, these motherfuckers, when you look at their fetishes, right? Like, mm-hmm. their fetishes are always about, like, cheerleader girls. Yeah. Like, young girls in skirts and hopping up and down. Like Britney Spears, that's the school girl. Come on. Like, that shit is, is, is serious, bro. That's why I look at African people when they uh, aspire to be like that. It's like, yo, you... Got that crackatosis, man. You, you, mm-hmm. you fucked yeah, up with them crackers, vibe. man. Mm-hmm. Come on, title. Somebody, crackatosis. Crackatosis. <laughs> you got that vibe. What's also yeah, interesting about this documentary is how they highlight the company that he kept. People mm-hmm. that we know, rich yeah. dudes, powerful dudes. And yep. it's like, you know, in most cases, not every case, but in most cases, birds of a feather. And I can't think of many normal niggas that's cool with watching pedophilia go down. Amongst their myths. But you see when they open this case, right? Right now, where they can kind of get away with it because people are preoccupied. No, I'm saying that's when they dropped the documentary, but I'm talking about the case in general. The case itself was open in 2008. Three, six, five, like it's open you know long time. Why ago. he just went to jail? Because they had to take time to exonerate everybody who name you see dropped in that documentary. Because them motherfuckers was there when them shits was going Jesus. down. If they ain't themselves take part in it. But if you snitch, you could, you know. This nigga had an island, money. man. Pedophile island, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> and they got they got hella people that went. You saw All they, your favorite. They released um, Jeff Epstein's phone book, his little black book. And he had a lot of people in there, uh, including Naomi Campbell, Donald Trump, Ivanka Trump. They had Michael Jackson there, which was our Michael Jackson, our beloved king. It was a, a Your New York lawyer. Um, but yeah, um, they, yeah, it's like a it's it's a, it's a sick ring of sick people, man. You know what I'm saying? And again, like I said, to me, the documentary is great for people who who on the surface like whatever, blah blah blah. I thought it was going to pack more shit to expose other people. But silly me, of course they're not gonna no, do that. You they know gotta what I'm make everybody nah, look man. innocent. Bro. Shit, everybody don't want to end up like Stanley Ubrick. Exactly. Remember Stanley Ubrick that made the movie Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. That was his last movie, and then bitch. Never heard from him again, bro. Like, it's like, boy, we got to get rid of you. You guys think Jeff Epstein? Watching yeah. so far, plus you, know how, you watched the first episode, right? Yeah. Watching that first episode, you think that didn't motherfucker killed himself? Not just just did, watching that. This nigga was living his best life. Why would he? You think he killed himself? There's no way. Come no. on, not hey, that guy. Did y'all see yeah, the SVU episode? That, no, just like, I actually met him. Chronically before. detailed. Jeff that Epstein. Shit? Yeah, I actually met the cracker before. Yeah, I had boss, like a function. My boss is really. I I work maybe twenty. 15 minutes away from there. My boss is really good friends with him. I have pictures with him and everything. Like, really good friends. Was really good friends with him. He even said to me, he was like, 
pro Trump, this guy, he was like, yo, where he where they lived, ain't no such thing. He's like, I'm watching a documentary, I'm like, yo, I, I don't know who to believe. He's like, I know him, we knew him, I'm good friends with him, but he's like, they they own the police. They own the police. He said, Donald Trump, Marlowe, all that shit, they own that shit. Like, duh. Bro, like, it's. it's they wouldn't it's be a shit. need for police down there if them niggas shit, didn't have money bro. down there. It's bro. some sick shit. This whole child trafficking is it's disgusting. Big, it's big. It's huge. Guys, like, I don't think, uh, aside from oil, the next biggest business in the world is child trafficking. And it's fucking. I, I have two girls. It's sick as fuck. Fuck. It's crazy in Thailand. It's sick. Oh, crazy. Can I, can crazy, I say something dude. right it's quick? It's fucking sick, man. And Big hate to be that historical guy again, but one thing I learned from jo- <laughs> Dr. John Henry Clark is that if the word doesn't exist in a the culture, therefore the action doesn't exist. And when you study African culture before slavery, there isn't any words for child molestation. There isn't any words for... Um, Shit, I'm drunk as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Wait, no, but if the word doesn't exist, the action doesn't the exist. action doesn't exist. I think it's a beautiful sense of it. Okay, I'm 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 not as woke as you niggas. What does that mean? What do you mean the word doesn't exist? So, like for example, if there's no word for it, that we're not doing it. We're not doing it. So it's like if there's no word, like if pedophilia, like there's no, I don't even think there's a word for pedophilia in Creole. But if there is, that means that there's no word for it because we don't need to identify it because we're not doing doing it. it. Right. But we only need the word if we have to call that shit something. (laughs) Whatever the fuck you're doing, we need a name for that shit. So I'm trying to say, before we met Europeans and Arabs, there was no molestation. There was no rape. There was no uh, uh, child orphanages. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That came because... Europeans were forcing their way of life on us. So that's not innately, you know what I'm saying, natural to African people. We got station shit. We got sayings that like it takes a village to raise a child. Facts. 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 You used to be able to trust your child to the village, bro. I'm drunk. I just I just I just <laughs> Okay. Stop right there. That's the limit. <laughs> oh man. Go ahead, Sp- speaking of limit. Um, our niggas respecting these new city curfews. You know we in South Florida. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. And he's just a strong. Hey, what time is it, niggas? Man, fuck out of here. Oh, fuck out of here, man. Anything what, you for the curfew, I ain't never listened to Zoe Lady curfew. Come on, I'm never listening to Crackers curfew. I'm scared of the Zoe Lady. I'm scared of these curfews. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Hey, fuck you. All right, fuck you. Suck my dick. You guys have your pretty. You have your hands pretty fucking full right now, guys. I'm trying to tell you, bigotry is on a rise. <laughs> crazy. You have fuck. more than us to worry about right now. Um, fucking. While we talking about it, niggas in the streets like Corona over. What? What's going on, guys? Bro, niggas. Did, so, did they send something to your phone that I didn't get? Because, like, I love the protesting. Love it. I fuck with y'all, boys. Fuck with it. I believe. I believe. But y'all think this shit over? Trip. See, here's the thing about it. I live two different worlds. I, I, I'm, I, listen, I'm, I am a very, very, very angry, angry man right now, and I'm trying to, to control Boy, myself on this, this podcast today. This nigga has been taking his aggressions out on us oh in the group God. chat, bro. I'm so angry, like not only just on you guys, just everybody I come in contact with. Whatever. But then I got my professional life where I deal closely with Corona, and it's another slap in the face to me. It's like, yo, these motherfuckers is literally not talking about this shit when I'm literally watching people die every day. I'm, I'm literally watching people die from this disease, and I'm dealing with black people dying from you fucking crackers. So it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Let's play a numbers game here. If 3,000 people are in the streets protesting, how many of them have corona? 
I would say if one person out of the 3,000 have corona. Okay, so if one out of 3,000 have corona, how many people leave with corona? I say, How many white people are there? Fifteen hundred. Half and half. Half and half. I say, I say, I say, fifty percent of people have corona. Now, here's the thing. I my corona experience is a little different from the normal corona corona experience because I deal with geriatric people. However, the just because you don't die from this shit, don't mean you don't have this shit. You can be asymptomatic. But you could be carrying that shit to your mom who got diabetes. You'd be carrying that shit to your fucking infant child who doesn't have a strong immune system. You don't know who the fuck you can be giving that shit to. So let's not gloss over the fact that this shit is still, it may, yes, it may be a man-made disease. It's still out there. Designed to kill black people. That's another topic for another day. That's Older people. That's in the streets. But, that's but just, that's just let's not gloss weird. over the fact that this shit is still a threat and it's still out there. And like I said, it's going to hit us like a ton of bricks in a few weeks. Bro. The protesting, go ahead, do your thing, get your shit off, get, you know, let your voices be heard. But if you're not responsible with certain shit, they literally, you're gonna feel the effects. They literally released a notice on Corona before the protest started that um, loud talking, uh, crowding around too much, and loud talking would spread the virus faster. It's been protesting for about five, six days now. Donald Trump just gave his first address today. And like I said, man, at the end of the day, sacrifices got to be made. If you go out there and you catch corona, bro, it's not a death sentence. I'm with that. Make sure you you know the proper steps to take for for yourself and those around you. Don't just go out there on some, oh, I'm trying to be a hero and take a nice Instagram picture because I see you niggas. Not, like, it's not even I see a lot of you niggas going out there, y'all doing y'all thing, but y'all doing a lot of posing. Yeah, but the what, who I'm speaking to is the people who are going out there for for the greater good. They're going out there because this is how they feel. They can voice their they, they, they have, their voices can be heard. At the same time, I need you to be mindful of maybe you're going back home to mom who's 65 years old, Think has high, high hypertension, you know, diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Just just be mindful of that as well. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's out there. I mean, you know, I ain't, I'm not totally against the protest. I just feel like at some point we got to stop fighting symptoms. And, and what I mean by symptoms is police brutality is a symptom of white supremacy. Right. You feel what I'm saying? The dropout rate is a symptom of white supremacy. Um, broken black families is a symptom of white supremacy. So a lot of times we send, we spend times fighting symptoms instead of white supremacy because all that shit affects black lives and how we deal with shit, healthcare and shit like that. So let's stop fighting symptoms and fight white supremacy. All right. Absolutely. So you know what? I had, I, I tweeted something similar to that and niggas gave me a lot of shit about it. What would you replace uh, white supremacy with? Black power. Black people are the only humane people who see humanity in everybody else. You feel what I'm saying? We, if we become the force of the world, the world will be a better place. Shit, when we ruled the world back in the days, there wasn't no rape and all that shit like that. Like, we, we are just humane people. So if we get in power, everything going to be cool. You know, that's a gift in the sickness that he says black people see the humanity in all other people. Facts. Yeah, that's why it's easy for black people to be coons. And, yeah, and facts. I feel like we're, we may be the only ones in the world. I think history and, and shit, life constantly shows. Yeah. We're the only ones that feel for everybody. Nigga, Asians eat dogs. Nigga, they boy them alive. You think they give a fuck about a black person? 
Like, nah, for real. We got to be real about this shit, man. Like, if we become the rulers of the world or we become the, the power force in the world again, it'll be a better place because we are connected through our melanin to this earth, to this world. Like, we have a level of humanity that no other race has. Now, you, people might say that shit is racist, but it's the truth. So when you look at when we ruled the world versus when they ruled the world, these motherfuckers about to bring this shit to an end in 500 years. So, Brother Hassan, I know how you feel today, how the roles are today, how you, how you feel, how we feel. How would you feel if it were reversed and we were back empowered as black people? Would you, how would you feel about white people? Would you have compassion for them? Would you, have, would you show that sense of grace that you're speaking of? Now, I'm a different breed. So, uh, yeah, I come from a different stock. But the majority of black folk will have sympathy and love and compassion. I'm a different stock. I've seen too much, I've read too much, and I know too much to ever have compassion for a cracker. That's just facts. I'm being real. I'm being real. <laughs> and just for those, of, for those, could we BJ, have. We, BJ just testified back. So, we, um, we've, we've grown since the last time you've been here. For those of the people that haven't heard you before, do you have any sympathy at all for any crackers? Or, or, or is every white person you consider a cracker? So we know where you stand. Listen, in a system of white supremacy, you can use the analogy of the football game, right? Every player on that 11-man lineup has a role to play. Some are blocking, some are catching, some are throwing, some are running, et cetera, et cetera, right? In the system of white supremacy, every white person has a role to play. That means you have the rich white person, you have the poor white person, you have the hood white person. Their whole agenda is to get you to not focus on white supremacy and take your mind off of your real objective. So all white people are guilty of practicing and using their privilege to manipulate black African people. Facts. Real shit. Everybody has a role to play, and they're just playing their role. Now, speaking of this, what do we know about Antifa? I know we've all seen the word flying around all week. Do American we know what terrorist. these niggas are? Do we? I didn't know what it was. Do we have I, I, any information? I didn't truly understand what it was until maybe an hour pre-show during pre-show. You American know. terrorists. Okay, so here's what we have on Google. It says here a political protest movement comprising. Autonomous groups affiliated by their militant opposition to fascism and other forms of extreme right ideology. Uh, mostly, while mostly peaceful, bullshit, activists <laughs> engage in varied protest tactics, including digital activism, property damage, and physical violence. Although mostly, listen to the fucking sentence, guys. This is white supremacy that Hassan is talking about, man. This just says, while mostly peaceful, activists engage in varied varied protest tactics, including digital activism, property damage, and physical violence, and harassments against those who who they identify as fascists, racist, or on the far right. Um, individuals involved in the movement tend to hold anti-capitalist views and subscribe to a range of ideologies, leftism, anarchism, anti-authoritism, Marxism, socialism, and social democracy. So super left. We got got to get off those damn terms, man. Like a lot of us think that, oh, well, we live in a capitalist system, so once we become a socialist system, racism will end. Racism is is not going to end, man. We got to stop 
following these Europeans and they mindset of, oh, well, we should practice Marxism, democracy. All that shit is bullshit, man. The end of the day, the only religion and the only political party on the planet is white supremacy. That's motherfucking it. Stop getting fooled by these terms and these it's all white supremacy. Because when Berlin fell, when when Russia fell, they start attacking people ethnically. You feel what I'm saying? When Germany fell, ethnically, it's all white supremacy. Get that shit in your mind, folks. And the shit sound like loser shit. What the fuck are you gonna accomplish? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, where's the, where's their W? Their W is bringing down the United States government. Here's the thing about it. The most racist white people hate the United States government. And the reason why they hate the United States government is because they feel that the United States government gives more opportunities to other people than them. They feel like they were born in a society that was supposed to benefit them, right? And they're not benefiting from it. So you have people like Timothy McVeigh. The Oklahoma City bombing. You feel what I'm saying? Well, he bombed the federal building. Why did he bomb the federal building? Because he felt like the government gives too much um, uh, uh, leeway to blacks and shit like that. So they want to take down the government so they can now rule over blacks and destroy blacks. Remember, these are the descendants of people who fought in the Civil War. They still haven't let that shit go. The the South shall rise again. Right. They said that on their dying bed. That's Facts. crazy, man. Like, okay, so speaking of that shit, what do you oh, niggas you know about... Give me high, boy. <laughs> give me high, boy. <laughs> give me a little space. What do you niggas know about the Boogaloo movement and the Boogaloo boys? That I saw that shit on the uh, on the list. I just I don't know anything about it. Yeah, good luck to you, man. Like, I, 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 <laughs> you sitting between the relay race, boy. It's yeah, tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. The, re- <laughs> the liquor plant are rolling. Too. Many have fallen victim no, to the relay no, no. race. He sat in his very seat for three episodes, and that's, he's never said a word. It, it's the liquor talking. Nah, he's smoking some extracurricular shit. <laughs> 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 extracurricular shit. Yo, the world going to end. Get your bucket list out oh, the fucking way. Hey, so, so listen, the Boogaloo Boys. Uh, hold on, the, hold on, hold on. What, what, oh, before you give us the what was the question? Are you guys familiar? Do you know what they are? Okay, so now you're answering that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So the Boogaloo movement, members of which are referred to as the Boogaloo Boys, the Boogaloo Boys. Not the breakdancing niggas from breaking? Not at all. Not at all. These niggas is a loosely far-right extremist movement, members of a Boogaloo movement that are preparing for the second coming of the American Civil War, which they call the Boogaloo. The term is used by members of the group to refer to violent uprisings against federal government and left-wing political opponents often uh, anticipated to follow government confiscations of firearms. I'm only mentioning these two groups of wild-ass motherfuckers because they're also amongst the protests. Boy, y'all boys give me high shit. Hold on, boy. (laughs) This nigga's going to stand up and breathe. (coughs) All right, uh... Come shuck and jive, get on down. We're just waiting for Brother Hassan to get some act right, some get right in the system. Let me make sure he's good. Every time we play that song, we got to end it with that. (laughs) (laughs) My brother. Welcome back. Peace, peace, family. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you sit next to Chris. (laughs) Once again, I want to apologize on behalf of, you know what I'm saying, this side of the room.
The white man got me, y'all. <laughs> white man put the spirits on me. <laughs> Had to get some fresh air right He's trying to silence you, dog. I'm telling you, boy. Too much Try to do like Native Americans. <laughs> Shit. Whew. Wow, dog. We're talking about Bugaloo. The, the fucking Boogaloo. Boogaloo boys. Just far right niggas who are ready for the Civil War. And then there are also people who are anti fascists who believe in fucking shit up and being anti government. Are, they, are they black? All white groups. Oh, but they, these people are also amongst the protesters right. fucking shit up for their individual um, agendas. Have you seen like these videos yes. of niggas jumping on heads and like pushing white protesters to the police and getting them arrested? Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, I applaud them. Like, yo, this is not what we're here for. And at the end of the day, if you're going around protesting, pr- protesting, and Heavy spray painting quotes. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and all this stuff, you're not even black, fam. bro. You're, you're not black. Why are you doing it? Yo, you know what I noticed today too? The extreme uptick in everyone having BLM, whatever their name is, on Twitter. White, black, it don't matter. Everything is BLM, Sarah, BLM. Whoever the fuck. BLM this motherfucker. BLM. Like, bro. Which is right, Black Lives Matter. Get, yeah, right. we get okay. it. Now, Y'all support the movement, but at the same time, don't try to brand that shit, man. But they defense. don't support it, though. The thing about it is what they're doing is they're, they're putting themselves in a position where they can render out their own they agenda. Yeah, they're weaponizing Correct. it. It's the same mm. thing like. But this um, is what niggas ask for. Man. Like, niggas ask for this kind of help. They're fucking niggas, terrorists. Niggas bro. were begging for this help. No, like, not this help. This fuck is you terroristic mean? help. <laughs> N- n- niggas kept saying, say something, help us, talk to your best friend, yes, use your so platform. Yo, so you think that this Don't is... Don't come to where I'm at, where they know, because they only beat me in your neighborhood. So you think... <laughs> go so to your neighborhood and tell yeah. them to stop beating me, bro. Do it in Miami Shore. Go to your so. neighborhood and tell them, let me drive through and go to my house one time. Go to your neighborhood and tell them, let Facts. me get a safe way to work. Yeah. Why the fuck you in my neighborhood where I be chilling at, where I go to the store, the, the chicken spot that I eat at, even though I don't eat chicken and y'all really got to stop eating chicken if y'all want to affect these niggas. But differently, like, bruh, come on, man. Yeah, nah. What it is is you have a lot of groups out here who want anarchy. They want the government to be in disarray. They want to bring the government down because a lot of white people have realized that this system, although it's set up for them, is never going to benefit them, which means they've been living in trailer parks for five generations. And they're like, man, this shit ain't really what it is. And so they're upset. And they're using this as an opportunity to pull off their whole agenda. And that's just what it is. 100%. And then you got niggas out here begging their white girls to come out here and twerk. And, you know, do stupid shit and crunk dance at the protest. So You niggas are disgusting. Disgusting. Enough for the people. Okay. All right. Um, now it's time to get... Anything else you want to get off your chest? Oh, we didn't talk about Desi Banks. Ah. Who's that? <laughs> Comedian. He lost 500,000 followers. Uh, remember we talked about the nigga who was talking about this is a protest and this is a crime? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 500,000 followers. Got that boy the fuck day. out of there? Not and then they, they, they do the coon shit and then they'll fucking next well, day with these I weak ass we apologies. Gotta, well, here's I, the thing about it. One thing we got to understand is that cooning pays. Being pro-black does not pay. We live in a system of white supremacy. Buck dancing and cooning pays very fucking well. When you go against the system and when you talk pro-blackness and black empowerment, that shit doesn't pay. You end up like... 
Malcolm X, where he was assassinated and his family had to live in the projects afterwards. You get what I'm saying? But when you buck dance and you coon, the crackers going to take care of you because you ultimately are pushing their agenda. agenda. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why when people come for me and my authenticity, I'm like, yo, man, I really, I'm really for the motherfucking people, man. I love the people. If not, I got some tap shoes in my motherfucking closet and I could bow jingles this motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? But... That ain't what I'm on, man. You feel me? And I missed out on a lot of money just speaking the way I speak and living the way I live, man. You know, like I said on the last uh, podcast, I've been married 14 years, but she wasn't on the same accord that I was on, so that shit got cut like an umbilical cord. You feel what I'm saying? And that's that's just what it is. That's That's sacrifice. sacrifice, Because I care for my people. Yeah. Message. It's black love right there. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of black love right? I saw a super interesting subject On the internet uh, Came from a young uh, Not a young A woman called Sweet underscore purgatory She says Does anyone actually Want to be monogamous Or is it a condition That you accept Because your partner Wants to be monogamous Let me just say this (laughs) Wait hold on Wait 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 wait. Wait 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 I don't even know Where I'm going yet So I'm not going to ask why you do it. What I'm going to ask is, does it matter why your girl does it? So, the, I'm in a new relationship. Okay. Shout out to my Congratulations, my empress, by the way. I see my you. My beautiful. I see you posting. Yeah, goddess Ayana. Um, and she's for polygamy. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> right now, like I said, I'm only into family. her. Her energy, right? So we don't want to bring in new energies into that relationship. You feel what I'm saying? But she's for it. And I'm probably the only guy in the world that probably be like, all right, now I'm just into you. I want to get to know you. I want to connect with your energy and your spirit and things like that. Um, yeah. So your so then your monogamy isn't because she'd rather be monog- monogamous. It's because you choose. You I want, choose, yeah. It's what you want. Yeah. Does it matter... That she's monogamous with you because it's what you want, as opposed to what she wants. Like, does it matter why she's monogamous to you? I never thought of that question. I never thought of asking myself that. Because, because you know, she's doing it right, right. But it could be because of you, or it could be because she wants to. So you mean to tell me that she's with me and she really wants to be a whore? All I'm saying is, if she goes. wants to be a whore, but she's not a whore because she knows you don't like whores, <laughs> does that matter to you? Yeah, that matters. Why does that matter? I think what so. Yeah. She loves Why does it matter? She's Why putting my interest. Matter? She's putting my interest first. No, so then it matters matter. positively. Like you think it's a great thing because yeah. he thinks it's terrible. No, you uh, want to be a whore. Your your natural instinct is to whore that pussy out, but yeah. because your love for me. You're putting that on the back burner, so you rather just She's stay with me to make me happy because of your really love for me, 10. even though you really want to be Great. a whore. So then you think that's more admirable than her being faithful, I mean, monogamous because she wants to be. I'm not saying it's more admirable. I like it better because it benefits me. So they so they <laughs> you, so essentially, you don't have an she issue with either. She wants 10 dicks and she with, only get one. How does it benefit you? I'm sorry? Say it again. She wants 10 dicks. And she's only getting one. How does that benefit you? Because she's doing it because she loves him. Restraint. Yeah. Love. Sacrifice. Out of love, yeah. she's restraining from fucking other nine other dicks. She's just fucking. I mean, shit, isn't that what I think women I think women for the most part are more to monogamous than men plus, are. Yes, it And does that even when why. you go to the animal kingdom, you see kind of that mentality. Yeah, I think go. women can 
You know, it's us that be like, man, I got to smash something tonight. And we go through the Rolodex, but... Ah, there's some whores out there that can't... <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hoes are a social construct. Hoes vary from society to society. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? So... Teach me something. It's, it's, Come some, on. it's some women you... They done knocked Listen. it off and they want it right after, brother. They I mean, but those are just... They want it. They insatiable. Yeah, yeah they insatiable. That's the word you're looking for. I think women naturally are monogamous. Like they want to have a protector and a provider Sometimes. and shit like that. For us, you know, we the greedy motherfuckers. We so want, you would we want say that it's white supremacy there are, that there makes is them feel the, like Yeah, it's white supremacy. 100% white supremacy. Okay. You know, I, have have as long women, as white I have met women yeah. who have said to me, I like the situation of having the guy who's my protector, the guy who's the smart guy who can... Make shit happen for me and my dick, where I I get my pleasure from. So they have guys for different reasons. Not mm-hmm. they they feel like that not one guy can give them everything they need. Like yeah, you're good. Yeah, you can do this. Yeah, you can do that. But you don't have that bad boy energy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's white supremacy again. <laughs> that's that Urkel and Laurel oh, complex. Oh, like you, oh. you didn't love him when he was Urkel, but you love him when he's Stefan Arkell because you have been taught to love the bad boy image. You feel what I'm saying? So that's all white supremacy again, bro. Teach him something. So Chris, the motivation for her monogamy is important. Yes, motivation for monogamy, guys. Come on, let's talk about it. Come on, guys. Motivation. I for love monogamy. it. Okay, so does it matter to you? Um, absolutely. Why? Because then if I so let's say that the I your motivation for monogamy is like you say with Ricky, like because you're into it, I'm into it. Right? where's the where's the line drawn? What won't you what, like where will you draw the line? Because your desires lie elsewhere. Mm. So we're we like I'm I'm I work a lot. I'm not always around. I'm I do stuff. You feel me? I'm not. I can't. I don't, I don't really have time to be watching you every minute. And make sure you ain't around the wrong people, and make sure you. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, who knows where you gonna say? All right, this is it. I'm not gonna. I mean, but okay. It. Am I incorrect for assuming that a good part of marriage would be like suppressing stupid desires for the sake of making this work? Like, and even sometimes the desire to say the wrong thing. The desire to do what the fuck you want to do. Like, sometimes you suppress those things. It requi- I mean, in the initial stages, it requires a lot of growth. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, if you get with somebody and you're not used to being around that person 24 hours a day already, you know what I'm saying? Then when you are around that person for that time, you do have to temper the way you deal with things because at the end, like, they're not, they're not your niggas. Who right. you would have been around all day. All right. So well, they, they take things different. But then we also got a question, where does desires come from? And that's what I'm saying about white supremacy. You can never let white supremacy uh, off the hook. You. you have to realize where do <laughs> desires come from? <laughs> desires are created by the social instruments within the society, right? Yeah. Motherfuckers in Africa who live in the jungle not think about Jordans. You feel what I'm saying? That was a desire created within you to for a political purpose. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Um, motherfuckers in Africa ain't think about light skin or I'm talking about like tribal, like yes. people who haven't been colonized. Like they're not think about the things that we think about, the nigga shit. Those desires have been created. So even even then we gotta question it and hold white supremacy to that candle. That's a fact. Absolutely. 
Benefit. Uh, Benefit. <laughs> does the motivation for her monogamy <laughs> matter to you? Um, it kind of would only because I'm I'm thinking to myself, um, my values. I would want my values to be aligned with my partner's values, and if we have to like create a situation to where I have to overexert him in one area. I guess I'd be fearful of it not being as organic as I want the relationship to be. Mm. Um, because I, I do understand that in any relationship, there's a certain degree of compromise that needs to be had. That's with any relationship, but I wouldn't want it to tamper with the, the foundation of it all. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like I, I want my my desires, my goals, and I guess my ideals in a relationship to be aligned with my partners. And if she naturally wants to be a hoe, that would make me, <laughs> <laughs> or to or wants to. Uh, no, 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 I'm just saying. I mean, that, that's the phrase that Chris used, so I, I'm going to be consistent. If she wants to be a hoe, I mean, I don't want to tear her away from the fabric of who she is as a person. I don't want a shell of my partner. I want all of you. I want all of you. So at the very outset of it all, show me who you are, and I can make an educated decision as to whether or not I want to be monogamous with you. I think, but in in the social reality of it, women and men would never show exactly who they are, right? Because it's that fear of not being accepted. You know what I'm saying? So women lie. A lie is an insecurity. A lot of people don't really take that in consideration. A lie is an insecurity. When you lie about how many partners you slept with, it's because you're insecure about how many partners you slept with because... You're scared the man might judge you. Men lie by how much money they make because they're insecure that a woman's going to feel like she, you know, you ain't up to standards. You ain't enough. Yeah, you ain't enough. And so when we change our standards and our insecurities, then we could change our relationships as a, as a group. You know mm. what I'm saying? Especially in our love relationships. And then you will find that, you know, open, honest person that will tell you, I fuck 46 niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but until then, it's just going to be lies and... You know, white supremacy dibbling dabbling. A ton of bricks right. in your lap, ain't it? <laughs> Ooh, 46. I don't know. 46. 46. 46. And a midget. I think, oh, I, 46. I think asking women what their body count is pointless because they're never going to be honest. Ever, ever. I wouldn't even go never. there. I mean, I had some women be honest. But I'm saying, Gospel. what about their answer made you feel like they was honest? Yeah. Especially if they were the cause. Just how high it was. <laughs> how high how the, how the number was. Like, who the fuck will lie about that? <laughs> but, that's my thing, because I feel like even if the number she gives is high, high, it, it might, might be higher. higher. <laughs> no, no, no. It is no might. I guarantee you it's, it's higher. higher. It's all But hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we fault the women who have high body counts if niggas been lying to them? Like, think about it. We lie to get pussy. You feel what I'm saying? We put on this acting facade and shit like that, and then we get the pussy and we drop the girl. And then she's broken hearted and she has to move on to the next guy who's going to lie and pretend to get the pussy you too. You are yes, a sir. piece of Wait. shit for being... For judging a woman for any of her body counts, I've okay, not. No, right. I, I take that. I'm moving cared about moving body away counts. She wants you to put your mouth on them dead bodies. <laughs> Fuck oh. you! And you want her to put your mouth on them Fuck on that you. fucking dagger that caused dead bodies. Yeah, the dagger had a hey. rubber on it. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see, that's nigger logic, bitch. <laughs> that's nigger logic, bro. 
All right. That's nigga logic. I haven't cared about a body count since like my mid twenties. Come on, bro. Since I was like a kid, bro. <laughs> it's been a while. You better get in there and rearrange some furniture, my nigga. Okay. Like I'm not asking anybody with kids rearrange for their body the count. Rearrange the feng shui. Come on, dog. In ask, that pussy. How you ask a mother her body count? Okay, anybody with kids. Come on. Bro. Okay. A baby destroys anybody count. It doesn't Bro, matter. And that's why but, but, as as a real nigga, you gotta go in there, rearrange the furniture, nigga. You gotta put the couch ahead, in the right spot. I mean, I think we ask because we kinda wanna see where they mind at. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. I'd like to know where you've been. I wanna know the map. Sure. <laughs> For me, I don't care. For me, I just ask one thing. I don't oh, care what shit. your body count is. You don't care if it's not high. I don't care what your if body she count is. If she say anywhere near the hundreds, you're going to have pause. I don't Look. care what Hold your on, body Hold on, niggas ain't in the hundreds? Who's I mean, I'm, niggas ain't smashed over the hundred girls? Who? Niggas <laughs> are, are women. I'm talking about niggas. What woman is going to admit the hundreds? I've never heard that. I've never okay. heard a woman. I've never I've, never, I've never, I've never encountered Here's my right. one. I've right. never encountered But you know more than a hundred niggas that's fucking pussy though, Can right? Come on, now. I've been trying to make a point for Let's five minutes. be real. Fuck Welcome to my world. Fuck your point. Welcome. Okay. Welcome. My only, Bitch. If a woman Welcome. tells me she has 105 bodies, I'm not even, if, if you're clean, I'm not terrified of the bodies. Uh, what, what, what the fuck about your journey <laughs> took you through 105 <laughs> bodies? I'm curious about what you've been through, babe. You Let's talk know, about your past. You know the journey you fuck, hey, 105. I don't care about. Where's your, the trauma? I don't care about. I don't care about your journey. I don't care about your count. I care about one thing and one thing only. What is that? What's that? Have you fucked any of these niggas? Yeah. <laughs> no. If there's one thing I'd care about, it'd be that. Yeah, that's it is, that thing. If the answer is no, then it is a go. It's one of these niggas. I don't in the care about your journey. I don't care about how many niggas you've been with. But why can't be stepdaddy if I fuck? Like I don't understand. Why can't be stepdaddy? Not if mm-hmm. I'm with you in close. Like, hey Hassan, you still coming through tonight? Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> I did put little Jimmy to sleep tonight. Just in case you were worried. Nah, Just bro. in case you were worried. Nah, bro. I can't do it. Nah, bro. I can't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't. Not wifing her, but if you're like, yo, I, you know, we fuck. I mean, we're all Eskimo brothers here. Some way, somehow. Eskimo brothers? We're all Eskimo brothers here. Some way, somehow. That's different. But you talk about, nigga, I'm wifing that tomorrow, and this nigga done had her all types of ways. You know No, that's not happening. But another nigga had her all type of ways. That's I wanna, I'll never speak to him. I want to be the only nigga at my wedding who's fucked my wife. Is that too much to ask for? You said what? <laughs> I want to be the only nigga at my wedding who's fucked my wife. That, that's not too much to ask for. That's not too much to ask for. That's not too much to ask I want nobody else in the building to be able to say, I know what the bride's pussy feels like. That's not too much to ask for. That's what's that? Is that all right, <laughs> nigga? I mean, I don't care where he is; he just can't be here. I mean, given your, nigga. given I mean. your, given your celebrity, it's gonna be very different. You gotta ask. You gotta ask a girl you really, really like. Do you know plus? <laughs> then your next follow question is: Did you give plus the pussy? Nine times out of ten, is, the answer is yes. But if you find that one no, <laughs> you hold yeah, no, 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 no. 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 Listen, I'm not even drunk no more. I'm not even high no more. I ran into some girls that have relations with bloods. <laughs> you're, you're a fucking liar. No, he's not. 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 No, that Rick Ross skit took my dog a long way. Listen. Hey. Me and the plus. Hey, listen, listen. 
But he was a gentleman, though. The women always had high regards about him. That's the thing. Always had high no one ever trashes him. I get the no. watch right. Me and, this nigga are, me and this nigga are, are Eskimo brothers four times over. Because, <laughs> because no dog. one speaks bad about him. Because, dog, they speak highly of him because, let's be honest, it's hard to be mad at an asshole that makes you laugh, bro. That's true. This nigga's a funny nigga, man. Nah, he's a he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, he's, like, he's a good guy. He's not a dog, bad guy. I'll okay. never dog, I'll never forget. Bro, I found out that the girl I was dating at the time got fucked by one of my niggas I went to Lajeunesse with. I grew up in the church with, bro, at Blue and White Weekend. I broke up with her that night. I can't do it, dog. Yikes. I used to pray with this kid. Nah. I can't nah. <laughs> I you had sex with my girl? Yikes. Nah. And then once he, I've said it on this podcast this before, nigga? but there's just some niggas you don't want to be in the Eskimo with. No, facts, facts. Yeah. Big facts. There are just some facts. niggas I don't want a pussy in common with. Big facts. If she let you hit, no yeah. thanks. I don't want your junk. No yeah. thanks, brother. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. I, I was... We were talking about this pre-show. I forgot to bring it up. Um, are you guys ready for the kind of scenario... Yes. Where a black guy gets pulled over and shoots a cop because he's scared. <laughs> Do you think that in our day and age that could be a reality? Or that could be like a legal defense? Because in this right now, like a nigga has every oh this fuck Patty's on deck. I'm sorry guys. A nigga has every right to say he's traumatic, he's traumatized, and he's scared when he gets pulled over. If you pull over and up fire at like a random flinch of an officer, is that a beatable case? I feel like it could be right now. 100%, yeah. Right now, yeah. With the climate, a black jury, maybe even a white person up there, I can see it flying. At, right, even with today's tensions and, and, and what's going on today, I'm still scared to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have no faith in America and America's justice system. I just don't. Bro, we seen a man get executed for nine minutes. Like lynch. Like literally somebody stepped on his neck for nine minutes. Modern day lynch. We have to If un- you tell me black people can't pull the I was scared card out of, after that shit. Yeah, true indeed. What can scare us? They can't, what can we be afraid of? They can't pull that card, but I'd be deathly afraid of the outcome because we got to understand that these laws and the and even the U.S. Constitution itself was not originally intended for us to enjoy. But that's the thing. Facts. We're not allowed to be scared because they think we're monsters. So we're not mm-hmm. allowed to be scared. You know what? Let's clear that up. The biggest misconception that black people think is that white people are scared of them. They're not scared of us. You don't fuck with somebody that you're scared of. You avoid them at all costs. You don't fucking antagonize them, go to their neighborhood, gentrify their shit. You don't fuck with people you're scared of. I don't like snakes. Bitch, you wouldn't catch me in a room with a snake. They're not scared of us. They use that as a justification when they shoot us to say that they're scared of us. And the white people are not scared of us, man. They're not. I mean, really, what's there to be scared of? Because honestly, if, if, if lock you up, throw you in prison, that's true. Oh, wait. Because honestly, if Amy Cooper was truly afraid of that black man, she would have been running for the hills. Mm-hmm. No, she weaponized the fact that she's a white woman in this country, and she weaponized the fact that she understands her power with saying that a black man is threatening her life, and and the the outcome that could imagine possibly come out had, of that. Imagine if she had a gun on her. No, but let's call cops what they are—paid hitmen. They're hitmen. They're henchmen. All of them. They're hitmen, bro. Terrorists. So she called. She made that call. 
in her head, she was thinking, this nigga's going to get murdered. The streets are the modern-day plantation, and the cops are the overseers. Yep. How you walking my shit and you afraid, bitch? Come on. Fuck you in that, dog. Okay. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Patty bags all in the back. You hear them crumping. It's all right. Sorry, yeah. They know it's real. They know what's up. They know what's up. And you want to know why they know it's real? Come on, 60, 60. Come on. <laughs> Every time. We can't help ourselves. Vegetarian Delight Juice Bar. Listen. 6060 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida. Nothing is stopped. Through the protests. Okay, through the corona. We are here for the community. Pull up on us. Call us first and just see if we're available. You know the phone number. 954 954- 241-7402-954-241-7402. Give us a call. See what we got. Delight Juice Bar on Instagram. Come on now. You already know. Come play your belly. These patties are busting. And they're bringing us and Hassan back to life. I tell you, boy. I was fucked up earlier, boy. Make sure you follow them. Delight Juice Bar on Instagram and on Twitter. But y'all want to know? Y'all want to know something that I noticed that's crazy? Like, um, y'all remember the riots that happened after uh, Mike Brown and Freddie Gray, mm-hmm. right? It was right. But you remember there were a lot of like quote unquote black leaders, like social media leaders that came out during that time. You know, a lot of them died, bro. Yeah, dead mm-hmm. mysteriously. About five. About five of them. And yeah. I just like I just say that to say like if you out here you know what I'm saying you riding you doing your thing you protesting whatever it is if you find yourself on the forefront you know what I'm saying make sure that you protect it we ain't gonna believe you killed yourself that's what's been Don't dope worry. what's been dope is because of Corona like everybody's in a mask so we have a bunch of anonymous people shit, I mean bro. it don't mean shit your iPhone can recognize your face with your mask on <sighs> yeah let me say this um. I got two beautiful African daughters. I love them. And I got a beautiful black girlfriend right now. I will not ever commit suicide. So if something happened to me, bitch, y'all better triple burn this motherfucker down. All right? I believe the cracker did it. Nobody on this show or that has ever appeared on this show would ever kill themselves. If any of us die, (laughs) it was foul play. That nigga Hassan said, do not let white supremacy off the hook. You <laughs> can't let him off the hook, bro. You can't. I'll give you an analogy. When you see some badass kids in public, right, you automatically first blame their parents. Like, right. you know, their parents introduced them and showed them the things, and that's why their behaviors are the way that they are. When you look at black people in the system of white supremacy, we are children. We are big-ass fucking kids because they educate us. They give us jobs. They pass laws. and they do. So our behaviors is predicated on white supremacy, man. We big-ass kids. Matter of fact, the beginning of the, mo- um, the, beginning of the movie Baby Boy with uh, Tyrese, he says, there's a psychiatrist by the name of Dr. Frances Wilson, and she has a theory that because of racism, the black man in America is taught to think of himself as a baby, a not yet fully developed human being, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then he says, um, what does the black man call his girl, mama? What does the black man call his friends, his homeboys? And what does the black man call his house or his residence, his crib? And so because of this system, we have been taught to think and act and produce like babies, man. Sure, this, is, yeah. this shit is a real, that's the whole movie Baby Boy is about. It's about racism. Right. Charles Singleton so, was trying to make a point. About oh, yeah, yeah. Big point. Big point. Uh, Dr. Francis Crest Rustin wrote the book, The ISIS Papers. Check that book out. 
You're just a baby boy. Mm. You're not, not the, the real McCoy. <laughs> Who's that? Snoop and Tyrese? Yeah. Yeah, that's the soundtrack song. If I ever fucking heard one. Okay. You guys know how your girl can come home and tell you like one of these long ass stupid stories about her day <laughs> or just, just talk to you about some really wild shit that happened at work. Like, what do you do when she's just like, Fucking dead ass, like dead ass wrong. Like, has, has your girl ever told you a story where she was being the shitty person? You mean every story? Okay, awesome. <laughs> I just want to know if we're in, it's, it's if like on the a, same planet here. It's like a they go low, you go lower type of vibe. And then it's like, do you listen and let her rock, or do you say, "Hey man, you was uh you was wrong as fuck"? I mean, do you want some pussy? That's what I was about to tell you. <laughs> It depends if you get if if you feel like you good that day, get your shit off. <laughs> if you if straight, if you ain't got no immediate needs that yeah. you need to be met. If you hung, if you ain't hungry, you you, ain't, you ate already. Give it a business. <laughs> go ahead, go off, sis. Is this life? <laughs> this is life. Hell yeah! If you choose to go down that pathway, you feel me? If you choose to go down that lock-in pathway, definitely. Ben. Your girl tells you a story where she was a bitch to her boss, right, and got some consequences that she deserved. Like, when she tells you the story and she's venting to you, like, do you say, like, you know you were being an asshole? Or do you just let her speak, let her vent? Okay, so, in true Ben fashion, (laughs) I'm thinking immediately as to... What bills are being paid in the house? I love this guy. <laughs> Always consistent. Is what he is. How the money is being managed for the upkeep of the home, and in in effort to make sure that that shit is sustained, I gotta tell her where her her uh, her her faults were in the situation. I have to tell her. I have to tell her. I'm gonna find a couple of bright points and say, "Babe, I was with you on A, B, and C." Ooh. <laughs> a, B, and C. But Ooh. D, but Mm-mm. D, you fucked up at D. <laughs> And and I think you should eradicate and fix that behavior with D so that, I mean, you don't have to encounter the situation again. Let me tell you about that methodology right there, brother. I was with you for A, B, and C, but D, I have to disagree. That, I think, is, I mean, that's constructive criticism. That's how you solve that issue. Mm-hmm. And just you, you have to make sure. Remember, we're dealing with a woman here. <laughs> so... On A, B, and C, if you agree with her on points A, B, and C, you sell the hell out of that shit. Yes. <laughs> you toot be your... her motherfucking horn, you put all the gas in her yeah. with. Oh, my goodness. That got to so, be the only part of the conversation you really cared about. You, you got to really sell that shit. Sell like, that shit. D, you just got to graze past D. <laughs> You ain't shit, man. You ain't shit. Sell that, you that shit. You know the game. You talking about a nigga who know the game right here. Facts. Sell that motherfucking shit. It, what? <laughs> Y'all see why I hate this nigga? YouTube, YouTube can see why I hate this nigga. The episode listening don't know, but y'all see why I hate this nigga. Which is why you need to make sure you go to YouTube.com and you subscribe to the Niggas With Opinions channel. Like and subscribe, baby. <laughs> All right, Rick. Maya comes home, tells you a story from work where she was being absolutely shitty to her boss. And then, you know, there were some consequences because of that. She comes home tells you the story like do you let her rock do you let her vent or do you let her know that she was being shitty uh, you let her know she's been shitty what's your method do you just say it 
Yeah, I just said. You real nigga? I just said. You real dumb shitty. Nigga. Oh, yeah, you know. You <laughs> wear the pants in his house, so you know how that goes. <laughs> big tough guy. I'm, only, yeah. I'm the only nigga on the show that wear the pants. You big know what man. Saying? You should suffer those consequences, huh? Big dog wear the pants around here. Yeah, How much, you know it, big guy. How much lotion you got? <laughs> not, 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 not much. Not much. <laughs> you know he got babies, all that Look fucking Johnson and Johnson in his house. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his feet. You think he got lotion? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. Nah, you let her know, man. You, you, you being real shitty, man, or you being real petty or whatever. If she's in the wrong, you let her know she's in the wrong. If not, like, yeah, man, that girl's a bitch. And then keep this shit moving. Like, keep playing this 2K, man. You a tough nigga. That's your shitty job. Shit, job match your job. <laughs> all the fucking, all the fucking stories are the worst. Just don't get fired. You got biz out here. Like that's why you you need your girl to have friends, so that you don't have to hear those fucking stories. Because Just, good gravy. Hey, I disagree. I love listening to my woman. I love oh, listening to her stories. Oh God, I'm sorry. Just you ain't gonna put me in the doghouse. Oh, Just remind God. her, don't get fired. Cause there's bills, okay? It's <laughs> pretty much second. what Ben said. Yeah, there's bills. Don't get fired. Well, no matter what happens. Yeah, okay, you were right, you were wrong, whatever the case may be. Just remember. Don't lose that job. Don't let HR get involved. <laughs> you got bills. Because if you let this home turn into a home where I pay all the bills, I'm going to let you sleep with the kids. <laughs> On the buck bed. No, I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave you. You would leave me, I think. You're worthless now. <laughs> like there's no money coming? No. You gotta pull your weight. Fuck out of here. Damn, right. so y'all niggas. Yo, y'all old school so man So the right. only thing a woman could do is bring bread to the crib? I got no use for a woman who doesn't Ooh. work. Okay, you're not no working. Wow! What are you? What are you? What are you there for? What are you there for? Encouragement. It's encouragement. Encouragement don't pay FBL. Fuck out here. Encouragement. If I call FBL and say, "Hey, I'm late on my on my bill, but here's some encouragement." You think you'll keep my lights on? I buy a self help book if I need encouragement. Bitch, go get a job. I go to church. What are you talking about? It's free. Encouragement. Encouragement. I don't even know what that is. The fuck? It's a curse word to me. I'm different. I had a single mom. All I've ever seen women do is work. So I don't know what I'm going to do with one that just stays home. I don't know where I'm going to put her. She worked her whole life. You have to work. Even if I'm a fulfillionaire, you have to work. <laughs> She's going to get encouragement from you. You have to work. I'm going to encourage her to keep her motherfucking job because these motherfucking bills are due. There's your fucking encouragement. I don't know what Jeff Bezos' wife does or what she did, but if you're mine, <laughs> if and, you're I'm, mine. and I'm... Seven billion dollars. You better clock in somewhere. You're gonna work your. You're still gonna work your finger to the bone. You better go somewhere to work. If I got seven billion dollars, you're gonna help me make. I better not billion. fucking see you in the, in the morning. I better not wake up and go to work and see you in bed, bitch. I know that. Come on, man. Come on. Yo, Think y'all about are African it. as fuck. This is the most African I've ever seen, y'all. But God damn, I've never understood the housewife shit. I don't. I don't know after, what that is. After never the kids in my are, life. After the kids are five, what are you doing at come home? On, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Five? You mean five months? What are you? Five? <laughs> five? Oh, man, you're a generous motherfucker. Bro. Yo, five? You're going to put your kids in five whole years? In daycare <laughs> in five months? Come on, bro. Pay no money. Pay no money. Come on, Rick. The world don't you give a fuck. Listen, the wor- that's the first lesson of my kid's life. The world don't give a fuck about you. So why, mm-hmm. does, what was that, why is that stopping my woman from working? Get your ass back to work. Once <laughs> FMLA stops, you should be working again. That's bro. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Maternity leave stops in three months. Why are you still here? Get back to work. Because if she's not working, she has time to cheat. You can't have come that. On, come on, come on, come on, come on, mm. come on. I happen. took leave for my kids. My kids are born. I took three months off. No, no, no. Where but you, you but you had a job. Yeah, no, I took three months off. Yeah. Florida Power like gave me some time off too when I was working for them when I had Eli. Oh, you niggas had mm-hmm. careers and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave me time off. Shit, yeah. Paternity yeah. leave. 
So came back and everything was just the same. I, I, don't the heard, I, I wish. Heard, I only heard a company's giving uh, the man I like wish. two weeks. Not even. If that. they don't give you three weeks, you can sue them. I had a month. Fuck! <laughs> I wish I knew that. Yeah, you can fucking sue them, bro. Because I held my baby. I held my baby in my fucking hand. I was in work eight hours later, bro. No, nigga. I, I wish no, I knew that. that shit. Fuck that. Fuck. They gotta use my smell. Like they I had gotta skin to skin for skin a month. To skin. I had skin to skin. I had a skin to skin for a fucking an hour, nigga. All right, so I need to go have another baby just to, just to, just to exercise that right. Fuck out of here. You say what? I need to ex- have another baby just to exercise that right. Oh yeah. <laughs> reparations. You feeling froggy, ain't you? Yeah. You say nigga. reparations. <laughs> Fuck man. Let's let's talk about some more black shit. Come on, man. I was trying to wrap up the show. Why? Bro, why would you do that? I was thirty six minutes. Come on, man! Don't fucking play with me. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, it's no, time. This what you to talk about. Come on, it's man. time for Dame Diaries. Oh, I mean, no, no. niggas broke records today. Y'all got brother Hassan high. Come on, y'all going on like an hour and some change. Like on, niggas man. breaking records today, man. All I right. dig it. I fuck with it. Did you see Killer Mike? <laughs> 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 if you talking about black shit, I got black shit. Did you see Killer Mike? Crying because he was the son of a Atlanta City police. I'm sorry, officer. I fuck with Mike. Mike, no, I do. No, I fuck yeah, with him too. I do. Thing. I do. A lot of these people who are misspeaking this week are people that I fuck with generally. But when you fuck up and misspeak, you fuck up and misspeak. When you say dumb shit, you got to identify the dumb shit. He I just, love Mike. He just looks crazy. The fuck? I mean, he he just looks weak as fuck up there. Man, and he it's, doesn't normally look weak. Look, he little weak up there. There's a time and a place for everything, okay? And I don't think you're going to find many people who are going to say that police don't play some role in this society. But at the very same time, we're talking about a crazy amount of power, a crazy misuse of power. So when we're talking about a misuse of power, you do me no service by saying there are good ones too. Like, it's not what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're not talking about The 1%. That. Yeah. So but that's come, to throw you off, though. That's that whole thing that throw you off. Like, if I point out the good, then you won't worry about the bad, and yeah, then you yeah. won't lump them all in the group. See, there's no such thing as a good black person, right? You don't ever hear that shit. We all niggas. Yeah. We want just big-ass nigga walking around this world, right? Yeah. If you do something wrong, I'm responsible for what the fuck right. you did wrong. But they have a system where all white people are individuals, we can't all judge them, you know, by their skin color. But us, we all get judged by the hey, motherfucking skin color. Also, newsflash. The next black person to bring up black on black crime statistics, I'm slapping niggas in the mouth. May I? If you want to be the one, pull up on me. Pull up on me <laughs> and say, but we kill each other all the time. Fact. What the pull up fuck on me is and that, say it. bro? Like, pull that's up the on most me cool shit so ever. I can slap you in your shit. Are you fucking kidding me? You can be the one. You can be the fucking one. Oh, that should be setting me off. Though. May I may I address that? Go ahead. Black please. on black crime is a social epidemic, right? And so anytime you deprive a people of natural resources or their ability to provide for their family, you will see crime. I.e., go back to the Italian mob, right? When they first got here from their European countries, the white people who fought for American independence, they didn't see them as being white. And so they isolated them. So that's why they created the mob to steal and do organized crime and shit like that. You even had the Jewish mob, right? So when you take a people's ability to provide for their family away from them, you ultimately put crime in their community. So there is no such thing as black-on-black crime. I grew up in Miami. I grew up in the 80s in the cocaine cowboys, 
right? Cubans coming here from Cuba. They ain't had no opportunities, so what they did, they created some. There is no such thing as black on black crime. Black Tell on black crime is, is an illusion, right? So you can feel guilty about your situation. We got to get out of that victim mentality where we take on the guilt from what we've been put into. You and get what what I'm saying? Gives us that guilt. The guilt is basically like, man, you know, if we pull our pants up, if we stop doing this, then white people will stop killing us. That's not true. If you go back to the 1940s, 1930s, you can see black men in suits being lynched. You get what I'm saying? They weren't hoodlums. They weren't gangsters. They were hardworking men in crop fields, but they were being lynched. It is not us. It is white people who perpetrate this bullshit. So no matter how we act, no matter what degrees we get, no matter how we behave in, in society, we are still a target. Get that out of your fucking mind that if you act a certain way, white people would not oppress you. George, the brother George, was a hard-working security officer. Yep. <clears throat> Take that out of your fucking mind. It doesn't mean nothing in the system of white supremacy. And also, um, there are a great deal of, of white people asking, um, what they can do. Nothing. <laughs> the best thing white people can do is leave us the fuck alone. Because your presence alone will have us brainwashed. Your presence alone will elevate you to Jesus Christ status. We don't need you interfering in black issues. Just leave us alone. We've been on the planet millions of years. We'll figure this shit out. Just stop oppressing us. That's all we asking. I, I was going <laughs> to say, I'm not going to say nothing. Nothing is insane. Because there were tons of things that they can do. Leave us alone. <laughs> so, so leave us alone like means stop putting knees on our necks like Facts. like 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 that kind of shit. Don't Facts. even because like, he means that everybody too, and don't show up to the protest none of that shit. Leave us that's alone. That's it. I feel like all white people know a nigga if if you claim that you're not racist, you definitely know a white person that is. I'm not gonna hear it. Okay, if you're not racist, there's somebody you definitely agree know with you. somebody who is. You yeah, have a no there's uncle, no way because all you know are white people. There's no way. If we're playing a numbers game here, well, there's no way you don't know one. Let and me if just you say know this. One, sure. How can you not be racist in a racist society? Like when white people tell me, well, I wasn't raised like that. Did you grow up under a fucking rock for 500 years? Because if you turned on a television and you watch Boys in the Hood, if you listen white to supreme. rap music, if you listen to white anything, supreme. your opinions have been shaped by the society, which is a racist society. That views black people in an inferior light. There is no way that a fucking white person cannot feel inferior, or excuse me, uh, superior to a black person. That black people don't feel inferior to white people because the society that we've been raising it's bullshit. If you turn on the radio, read a newspaper, read a book, went to school, then you fucking racist and you're white. And black people who went to school in these systems feel inferior to black people. That's you can't go around that, bro. You can't go around it. It's a systematic oppression. It's a systematic oppression. I could sit here right now and say, how many people know who Kwame Nkrumah is? Everybody going to look at me like I got two fucking heads. I say George Washington. Everybody know who that is. That's fucking racism. Absolutely. (laughs) That's racism in itself. You don't know anything about who I am as an African, but I know everything about who you is as a European. And if I don't know who you are, I don't get to go to the next grade. I don't get to go to fourth grade yeah. if I don't know everything about the slave trade in Abraham Lincoln or George Washington. Mm. That's fucking racism. Talk to him. So that, all I white people are racist. I've never seen that shit that way. That's crazy. Is that for me to go to the next level, I don't have to know anything about my history. Nothing. I have to know everything. For me to you. move through the... I mean, what? There's a I phrase have, for that. We call that whitewashing. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I got to know everything about who you are. Christopher Columbus is viewed as a savior in America. <laughs> he founded America. 
Okay, they don't talk about none of this shit. He we're did. old enough to remember staying home on the Monday. Remember that shit? Yes. Remember when yes, it was a Columbus holiday, Day. holiday? Christopher Columbus Day. Yeah. And niggas got to stay home. Yeah. And yeah. they made niggas draw turkeys with their hands. Remember yeah. that shit? Yeah. The older we got, the more they they realized that. All right, wait a minute. As a kid, you looked forward to Christopher Columbus. This show is funny when you high and drunk. I think that was That's why we have a good time here. Yes. <laughs> Christopher Columbus Day was a fucking was nigga amazing trick. as a kid, bro. All right, amazing. Is this enough black shit for you, Ricky? Huh? Is this enough black shit? I don't give a shit what happens with this episode as long as Michael Jackson's. We, they don't really care about us because play it. Not gonna fucking happen. Uh, it is now time. Today we fight for <laughs> the DM Diary <laughs> section of our program. It's not gonna stop, even though we're fighting these crackers. We have to fight you, creepy niggas too. Okay, <laughs> you creepy niggas don't rest. <laughs> Yeah, you don't rest. So they're they're offspring of crackers. Like when you really think about it, they're the because offspring. Their desires to be perverts come from white supremacy. Facts. The crackatosis. <laughs> Hit the music, man. Come on. <laughs> Chris always ready. Did he hit it? Shut up. Bitch ass thing. You know we talking to you, nigga. You out here trying to grab pussy during a protest? You don't think we see you? <laughs> Fucking creepy quarantine boy. <laughs> creepy quarantine boy. <laughs> Hell, you are a weirdo. You are a weirdo. Sending pictures of your dick. We gon' tell, tell your secrets. Your secrets not safe with us. We gon' tell your secrets. You just became a victim of the DM diaries. You a bitch boy. Bitch boy, break it down. We're not gonna let up every episode with your weird ass. You won't be spared. Okay? The revolution will be podcasted, bitch ass nigga. You feel me? Only we know what you're talking about. You a bitch ass boy. Okay. Alright. The first one that we have here. This creepy nigga says, I just want to say we the people need another thirst trap before the year is out as in relation to your previous November one, Blake. That is all. Signed, sincerely, the people. I disagree. I don't know who this nigga is, but the people did not ask for whatever the fuck. According to him, the people need another picture. I'm part of the people. I, I didn't go to no meeting. I don't remember signing up for that shit. She goes, I think I might have one last one before the new year. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and this is all he needed. Okay? <laughs> he, okay, because now he's fired up. <laughs> like these buildings. Get what you fired up like the buildings, baby. LOL. He's I lit. don't sorry for you, just so you know. It says, please supply. And if you got things that you don't care to reach the masses, please slide. I'm your guy. Sincerely me. Wow. How can a young man go about receiving your nudes? Serious Ooh. inquiry. 
uh, smiley face. I'm fed up. I just want him, and I got to speak it, LOL. I got Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal. Jesus. That's some self-respect. And That's looking at this guy's name, he is a Haitian, unfortunately. Did we get the rest of the DMs? <laughs> he is one of us. <laughs> did the, does the shocked? DM stop right there? <laughs> yes. Yeah, stop. I bet it does. She got that bread in it. Okay, I ain't calling nobody out. In all fairness, there she did ask when she sent this. She asked, "Did I fumble the bag?" Sure hey, no, mean? no. Tell that <laughs> send that nigga a picture of an ankle and see what he'll pay you for it. Yeah, you, it depends you, on what Haitian is. If it's a North yeah. Miami Haitian, she fumbled the bag. If it's a Zoe Poppy, no, nah, she she, got, she, she got let go of some McDonald's. When yeah. a nigga volunteers three <laughs> avenues of paying you with no like that's not North being Miami. Prompted, yeah, that's North Miami. He's all ready. Day. Yeah, yeah he's ready. He's ready <laughs> digital, that's cash. Yeah, yeah, that's scam bread. <laughs> this <Donations>. next <laughs> This next one, Jesus Christ! Oh, this one is from my friend. Uh, this is another one of her DMs. This guy goes, "Hi, good morning." She goes, "Morning." Uh, he goes, "What's good?" Good morning. She goes, "Smiley face." I'm still gay. Whoa. <laughs> He goes, so I still want you. She says, go on Tinder. Have a nice day. He says, what's Tinder? She says, a dating app. Every time she writes us, she's telling people different different people that she's gay. That she's gay, right? But niggas don't care. Yes, as you can see, they don't. What does gay mean to a nigga, bro? Right, it means absolutely nothing because you still see girls who, because Mm -hmm. a lot of niggas see a girl being gay as. She just didn't get the right one. A trend. Yet. She didn't meet the right one. I mean, black women phase. who date um, these women who act and dress like men, they're not gay. They're just confused. They need somebody to help them with the bills. That's what the real reality of it is. Because if you were really gay, you would be dating a feminine woman who looks like you. But you're dating someone who acts like a man, dressed like a man, man. Who wants to be a man. Wants to be a man. Right. So you still love dick. You still love masculinity. It's just you need somebody to help you with the FPL. So just keep it 100. You Makes know what I'm sense. saying? Until Makes you start sense. dating women who look like you, who feminine like you, you're not fucking gay. You're confused. You need help with the bills. So any woman who's dating a dyke, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dykes are just actually mad at men. That's just what, what yeah. it is. Yeah, they're mad at men. Yeah, they're just mad at men. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Cause he said, be, oh, shit. Because <laughs> to be honest with you, if, if, if I'm just going to be impartial here... <clears throat> Young M.A., both as a, a girl and a guy, is an ugly motherfucker. And I just don't understand, <laughs> like, like what the That shit not relevant is. at all. You just being a dick. No, no, I'm just saying. He's, just, like, he's just telling us he hates her. That's, that's <laughs> an ugly motherfucker, dog. He brought it out of nowhere. Just, ugly he, motherfucker. We talking about dykes, are we not? He, he, guys, he's letting us know guys, that he hates her. Stop saying the word dykes so freely, please. We're, we talking, we're talking about... The Same women who dress up as men in the shop in Burlington Co Factory. That's but no, that's one gay girl that women for whatever reason they think that motherfucker is fine as fuck. That's a ugly. Her. That's a ugly. You see a little mustache she had going on? So yeah, that's got, crazy. That's an ugly. Taking thing. them goddamn hormones. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> All right. This guy here needs to be in jail. Um, he says, "You so gorgeous, I could suck your toes." Oh my god. <laughs> she says, "LOL." I'm not a fan of feet, kid. Ugh. You're a lie. But thank you. He says, welcome. Ha ha. Your toes probably pretty. And W-I-D. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's, 
That's uh, April 21st at noon. At April 21st, 2 o'clock, he goes, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> then he writes again, you so cute, I could kiss your toes. She just told you. What? Again, he writes. She said something. She didn't tell him nothing. You so cute. The following month, Jesus. he sends her a picture of a chair in which you can bind somebody's feet. Yeah, it's like a little foot guillotine. It's a f- That's a great word for it. <laughs> it's a foot guillotine. Foot guillotine? We can't, nah. And then he says, do you think you can handle this chair? Cry face, cry face, LOL. First of all, that nigga's crazy. That nigga's out of there. That nigga, he has severed feet in his freezer. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it, this guy. You definitely have like feet porn saved to your bookmarks. (laughs) That's crackatosis. Yep. That's crackatosis right there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it looks like. Don't get me wrong. I like pretty feet. Yeah, I don't have not. the desire to fuck it. Yeah, yeah. That's you're to not going to mention it to somebody three times back to back in three and different months. And he's relentless. No, he's relentless. Like, he can't help himself. And then send an image of the manifestation of the fucking uh, fetish it's, that you have. It's the feet for him. Like, Krakatosis. Like, that's come exactly on, what bro. It is. You don't want you a nigga to know how to speak to a girl because, let's go back for a second. You niggas are shameless. First message was, you so gorgeous I could suck your toes, right? <clears throat> she says, Laugh aloud, I'm not a fan of feet, kid. North Miami girl. For sure. For sure. Which means her feet are probably a little like mine's. Well, but could be an ex little Haiti girl, too. True. Yeah, That's possibly. Started. Possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, then she goes and says, but thank you, though. His response tells everything we need to know. Laugh out loud. Welcome. Ha ha. <laughs> Yo toes, probably pretty. Tongue face, tongue Damn, face, nigga, tongue face. Damn, nigga, how many times you gonna laugh at your own fucking joke? In <laughs> what you doing? You already laughed out loud, bitch. That tells you absolutely right there. This man had no plan. He's a creep. Like, he he just he just, he's just one of them weird-ass niggas who just don't know how to speak to women. So he throw random creepiness out there and hope somebody responds. She told you, I'm not into feet. But you still went ahead and started talking about feet. Well, let's just know... Off rip. He's a creep. That was his plan. Talk about her feet, and I was going to reel her in with that. Creepy ass nigga, man. The internet is the worst thing to happen to some of you niggas, man. Oh, my God. You're going to catch your athlete's foot. See, what happened was, what what happened to these niggas is. (laughs) The worst and the best thing, to be honest with you. Honestly, yes. Yeah, Yeah. the worst and the best thing, man. Uh, Worst thing when it came to pussy, best thing when it came to liberation. Cause we're gonna we're gonna get it because of the internet. Because you know, at least I don't think we know how fucked up we were until the internet became Correct. so prominent. Like, yeah, I don't think we knew how fucked right. up we were as black people, and I'm talking about on all levels. People of thought people thought we were making progression, right? Right, 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 right. It's just bad over here. It's not bad over there with them. Right, that. right. People, yeah, yeah, because you could definitely romanticize how good some other shit is, right? Because it's your home. You can talk shit about your crib, like. Over here, these motherfuckers are racist. But if I go to California, it gotta be nicer. Until you get there, like, nah, fuck and you, too, you bro. niggas. Nigg- you can see on Instagram that yeah, California. You ain't not even gotta nicer. get there now. You can see the bullshit taking place. Niggas know? fucked so. around and got some pussy off some bullshit on the internet, and now they just don't know how to deal with women. And it shows this DM diary segment we have on this podcast has just. I've lost all faith when it comes to how men deal with women. Like it's just disgusting. 
I have a, a social question though. Just just under the system of white supremacy. <laughs> why do black men think they feel like they can send those type of DMs to women? White supremacy. White supremacy, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, w- yeah, because I would say white supremacy because you've been saying that all day tonight. But <laughs> as opposed at any other night uh, opposed to tonight, I would say that because of the internet. No, but like white supremacy, they allowed like rappers and like big mainstream guys to publicly disrespect black women for years, right? right. So like if you heard money over bitches all your life, fuck these hoes, hoes in area codes all your life, like you think this is how you can speak to people. But one can that's say that's but but one can say that's a cop out. Because if you go back to earlier days in time, women have always been sexualized. You know what I'm saying? Like Wait. No, no, no. But like you have to remember like your father couldn't speak to women that way. His father couldn't get pussy that way. You had to flowers and suit and milady and all that and all that wild shit. Rick, what you what area you're talking about that when you say the when you made a statement, what, what area were you talking about? So like about when you, whenever you turn on the TV, whether when TV first started or today, whenever you saw a woman, women were always sexualized. You know what I'm saying? So for a lot of people, when they gun on their phones and they see women, it's just sexual to them. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's a white woman, black woman, like niggas turn their phone on, like damn that bitch bad. Like, they they feel empowered to say whatever they want to fucking say. Like twenty years ago, you saw a woman on TV. And she was inaccessible to you, whether she was black or white, whether it was Rachel from Family Matters or it was fucking Rebecca Donaldson from, from, from Full House. Today, I can get on Instagram and DM any of those motherfuckers and tell them how I want to feel. <laughs> and that's just how that's just how niggas think. That's niggas just go on the line to you and to me. That's the problem. Twenty years ago, a white person that was a nerd probably wouldn't say nothing to us. Today, they feel empowered. I can go on Twitter and say whatever the fuck I want to oh, say to you. Do that. That's just what. This is how I want to deal with the sexualized okay, aspect but, of that, yeah. right? Because prior to colonialism and slavery, African women walked around naked. Matter of fact, we Haitian Jamaican, our oh, women still walk around naked. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I walk around with their titties out. Facts. For the most part, when you go to Haiti, they bathe in the in the rivers. We don't sexualize them because that's not in our nature to sexualize our women. Again, goddammit, we cannot let white supremacy off the hook. They started the implementing the sexualization of women because that's just their culture. That's how they do that. You feel what I'm saying? So we got to get back to our African selves. We don't sexualize women. Well, you got, you know, some niggas do, but we don't <laughs> yeah, sexualize women. Yeah, because after a certain point in time, it started to boil over because the, the white man was undermining the white woman, which mm-hmm. brought about the, the, the whole uh, feminism movement. Facts. So it's like, I mean, we weren't really so much on the tip of sexualizing our women, especially if you look back in the 50s and 60s, it was all about the black, the, the black home, the black family mm-hmm. was being the thing promoted more so than, than anything else. And these are the same niggas that have fucking children. Yeah. <laughs> man, listen, man. We going into European culture, we going to have to do a part two on this. But nah, it's facts, though, bro. So when you internalize that shit and you take that shit on, then, of course, you're going to have issues in your community, in your relationships. You're going to have pedophilia in the black community. When you begin to take on that crackatosis, that's just who the fuck they are. And listen, I'll say this, and I ain't even drunk no more. Nigga, I put five stacks. Nobody can't prove me wrong. Historically, socially, psychologically, that's who the fuck they are. Point blank, period. Period. I'm with you. Period. <laughs> if you're looking for me to combat you. You know, you know what I mean? Black I'm women not. I get that hit me up, that tell me they'll, they'll white men like to tie them up. 
and do nasty shit to them. You know what I'm saying? Make them dress like young girls. You know, put on baby outfits and shit like that. These are black women hitting me up, little telling me this type, type of shit like that. Bullshit, yeah. That's just who they are, man. Yeah, it's crazy. We have now reached the Ask a Real Nigga section of our program. Uh, this section of the program is where we use user-submitted questions from real niggas answered by real niggas to give insight from real niggas to real niggas. Please... Feel free to submit your Ask Real Nigga questions to any of our social media pages. Twitter, Instagram, I'm too drunk to know them. Okay? <laughs> uh, Benefit whenever you are ready. Hey, hey. Hit him with an Ask <laughs> a Real Nigga. nigga. All right. Hey. Bitch, you better ride with your boy, ride with your boy, ride. Slide with your boy, slide with your boy, slide. Ask a real nigga. Please <laughs> got the sticker. I, I have to address that. You want a real <laughs> nigga? Ask a real nigga. Black as fuck, boy. Like a gun trigger. Nigga. Nigga. Follow me on Twitter. Nigga. Nigga. Bitch, you big, I'm bigger. Nigga. Nigga. No, I'm quick to hit a nigga, nigga, and I'm about to hit a spliffer with my nigga, Chris. As soon as this shit was over, because we about to kill Hassan early. So <laughs> <laughs> came back alive. Hey, came back. That's how you know when niggas on that militant shit because on the fucking Law and Order song he's pulling out a stick. <laughs> <Just> pull out <laughs> a stick, had nigga. A stick. No, had the stick out. I'm ready for that smoke? This bro. question comes from Warhorse <laughs> underscore ninety. Real nigga. I got a real nigga question. You ever had a hot girl, city girl, that was your friend? Like you had no intention on trying to grease them, just simply platonic friends. Um. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They actually well, make really good friends. Yeah, because I've you befriended strippers. Yeah, you and need those to tell yeah. you how to game. You befriended strippers. I have befriended strippers before. Hmm. Wale, I'm just saying, like they they'll tell you how the game <laughs> goes. They give you both sides. Well, you already know one. Were side, you put in a friend side. zone, or did you okay, intentionally so go in being a friend? It was a situation where I walked in with niggas with money, and I wasn't going to spend money. So when they came to me for tips, I had jokes. <laughs> you understand? So we would sit here, be chummy, be cool, exchange information, and then it's a friendship. So it's just I never wanted to be a person who they saw as a nigga that would pay them. Yeah, got gotcha, you. Got you, got you, got you. Um, I've, uh, I was a guy who frequented the strip club for a while. Like, yeah. that was my thing. Um, and they make really good friends. Like if you, I dated a stripper. So in between that, the relationship, I was able to meet a lot of strippers and women who strip, you know, they, they know the game. They know what's going on out here. So those, those women, they, they make for good friends. I can't necessarily say that they're city girls. Um, a city girl can be a girl who just, Grinds like how a nigga grind, know the game, and is out here trying to get it. And again, they make great friends as well. You know what I'm saying? Like they they want to motivate you and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, I mean, a city a girl that's a city girl, they make great friends. It's not every girl you come across don't mean you want to fuck them. Like let's just get that clear. 
that. Not every woman out here, we all want to fuck them. Like, this, it doesn't work that way. And then also, like, women who are man-eaters and can make men do whatever the fuck they want to do are amazing people to learn from. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, when, when you meet it. a man-eater, when you meet a woman who can, like, have a bunch of niggas under her spell, that's just magic to watch when she's your friend. Facts. That is a fact. But that then fact. one would question, what is her authenticity to me? If I can see her do other people like that, then... Well, I- because every, there are different kinds of relationships. There uh-huh. are women you entertain in one way, and then there are women who are just sisters, friends, or whatever. So, I mean, just because she's entertaining with me genuinely, that's because that's just the level that we have. Okay. And at the same time, too, she's learning from you as well. Like... A lot of women who are in that situation, let's say for the strippers, for uh, for um, for if we want to use the strippers, a lot of them have said to me like, "I'm learning a lot from you as far as restraint." That's part of the like, game. You're literally you literally want nothing from me, and that's all I'm used to is men who want something from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I can give that to you, so be it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I hope that helps you in some way or another. All right, final uh, and uh, ask a nigga question comes from my brother Alex Dade Country. I think he met Dade County, but he put an R in there. (laughs) (laughs) Real question for a real nigga. In these crazy times, what has the government shown you in this emergency situation? Um, The government has shown me their priorities, bro. I mean, and not that I needed to see it before, but like, well, like so, like they didn't have money to give Flint clean water, right? But the moment, <laughs> but the moment that their economy halted, they threw out a billion dollars so that we can go out and spend money and stimulate their economy. And then every fucking police department in the country is a tiny military. They all have SWAT gear, tanks. Like if there's money for that, there's far too much homeless. So it's like there was never a we don't have the money issue. It's what they deem a priority. America has always slapped us in the face, and they continue to slap us in the face. It's just and niggas need to wake up and see it. I think it's <laughs> so much more evident now than it's been in a very long time. Well, you know what? One of the issues I want to address, too, is that a lot of times we come from different countries, and we're like first and second generation, and we don't realize how disrespectful America is. You know what I'm saying? And we come here, we get caught up in the American dream and shit like that. And uh, we have to get that wake-up call. We get that slap in the face. But um, I agree with you 100%, man. America has never prioritized African people ever, ever, ever. Matter of fact, the whole system is built on oppressing African people. If you really want to look at the system, when you look at education, it's not designed to educate black people. It's designed to miseducate black people. You look at the banking institution, it's not designed to you know, create wealth for you is designed to create poverty for you. So every institution in America is designed to do the opposite that it thing is supposed to do for black people. Healthcare is designed, look at the weak of fucking diabetes, high blood pressure. Everything, every institution is designed to do the opposite for black people I mean, in America. The amount of pregnant black women like leaving these hospitals either dead or without their baby. It's crazy. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, ben, during this time, what has your government shown you? <laughs> um, I don't know that they're that they're not everything that I believe them to be, or they shouldn't be looked at as what they advertise themselves to be. 
I feel like that they can be underhanded, conniving, very secretive, very sneaky. Um, because I still think that there's not not everything that meets the eye is what's going on with these fucking protests right now. I feel like a lot of it is being staged. And I'm just asking for everybody to go with your gut. If something seems fishy, it's because it's the, there's some fucking fish around. You seen these fucking bait cars and motherfuckers leaving bricks around? Yeah. And all these unattended police cars you know, with the bro. keys in them? And these fucking uh, six foot eight protesters fully built like fucking police officers. I think Ricky retweeted a video today of this white dude who put Yeezys in his car. Come on. And then parked the car Come and on, then bro. said it's looter bait. Then he went to his house down the street, <laughs> had a sniper rifle, and was watching the car, hoping that a nigga broke into a car, car for so Yeezys. So he could take him down, shoot him down. And also, for, for you protesters it's out there, um, the, the government has also showed me that they may, te- they may tell you that, they are, that they're using rubber bullets Ooh. to try and control mm. the, the protests and the riots. Mm. Those things can kill you. All right? There's, um, I forgot her first name, Leslie uh, Fulcrum. She was the most recent victim. There's probably tons, af- uh, tons after her. But they hit her square dead in the forehead while she was drinking a Red Bull. And she was dead. out there because her son was killed by the police two months ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was minding her fucking business. Now, those, rub- those rubber bullets are like fucking yeah, big as these microphones. It's yeah, like real hockey, big, hockey man. pucks. And apparently, they're metal bullets just kind of coated in a thin layer of rubber. So yeah. it's not really like a rubber bullet. And then, and then he, we have people who are mad at people looting. <laughs> like, Really? Come on, man. Somebody. Wake the fuck up, man. Somebody. Uh, Chris, final thoughts this evening, brother. Um, my final thoughts are make sure you check us out, www.nwopod.com. Um, if you do find yourself out here in these streets trying to right wrongs, um, we got a lot of merch on there, so it would be dope <laughs> if you got caught in our merch. Always thinking. I fuck with it. I fuck with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick, final thoughts this evening. Uh, my final thoughts are something we didn't get a, a chance to speak about today on today's episode. Um, earlier, me and Brother Hassan were talking about Donald Trump. And and through that conversation, I learned that, even though I hate the guy, uh, Donald Trump, him winning the presidency was necessary. We needed him to win the presidency. Here we are today. Black folks, everybody pay attention to what the fuck is going on. We're, we are literally living in history. We needed that motherfucker to win. He won. You see what's going on. Pay the fuck. Pay fucking attention. Let's make a change. And this shit is not a game. We're at, we are at war. Make a change. Uh, <laughs> the revolution will be podcasted. <laughs> Hassan, my brother, any final thoughts? Um, I can say to all my Africans out there, man, understand that you are in a physical and psychological war that revolves around education, entertainment, uh, economics, uh, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, 
war and health care. All of those things are constantly uh, being used against you. You are at war. I know a lot of people think that, you know, war is just a physical aspect, that people have to be on a battlefield shooting and killing and planes have to be dropping. But there's things called psychological wars. There's economical wars. There's trade wars. There's such things as, as cold wars where people can be at war for 50 years and never even fire a shot. So for us to not think that we are at war when we go to school and we learn white history and we turn on TV and it's white this and white that and Christianity, we are at war. I know. Thank you, all brothers, for having me up here. This is the fourth time I'm up here. I truly appreciate it. I want all the listeners to understand I'm not a hateful dude. I love African people. I understand what we're up against. I've studied long, maybe 11 years now about the, the real conditions of what's taking place with African people. Understand that we are at war. Kill the cracker inside of you. Protect yourself. I don't care what no constitution tells you about the Second Amendment. You have a human right to protect yourself. A human right. If someone's coming to hurt your children, someone's coming to hurt your wife, coming to hurt you, you have a right to protect yourself by any means necessary. I'm not a hateful dude. I'm always here to answer questions. I do this because I love the people. I don't fucking really make money from this shit, but I do it because I love the people, man. Kill the cracker inside of you. Build with other African people and understand that we are at war. Reject everything European. And I just want to add to what Brother Hassan said. We do have his DVD on sale at the restaurant. If you're in the South Florida area, make sure you pull up and grab you a copy. I was also going to say that every time you come here, your social media is different. So where can I find you this time? <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be like Brother Hassan 4, but it's always going to be some Brother Hassan. Everything's going to be Brother Hassan. The YouTube, the Twitter, it's always going to be Brother Hassan. And that just shows you how powerful the information, not just me, but other people are bringing to the community that I keep getting attacked on social media. You know what I'm saying? Because the information is vital to our survival. But yep. you know what? Your hashtag game is strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And yes, you yes, were yes. always sure, no matter what page you were on, the hashtag, and the people who support your work, they hashtag. Oh, yeah. So if you hashtag Brother Hassan, all the information is there. Is there. Whether or not the pages exist, the information exists. And you can always find them on NWO Pod. Always. Yeah. You ain't shutting on us down, pussy. <laughs> he has a home here. Thank you, everybody, that been supporting, too, man. That been coming through, listening, and watching the YouTubes. I appreciate y'all. Y'all fam, man. Because you know what? We get some niggas. You know, we get a woke nigga who can take a joke. And that's that's the best. <laughs> yeah. They come through and like, you know what? I came through here for a son, but I stayed for the nigga tree. Yeah. I fuck with those <laughs> niggas, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with those folks. Uh, ben, final thoughts for the people. Uh... I guess I want to start off by uh, just saying, under the guides of no homo, I love you, Plus. I love you, Ricky. I love you, Brother Hassan. I love you, Chris. Love you too, man. Uh, Your lives are all worth something. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Each and every one of the tribes that you guys come from (laughs) individually are worth something. Um, My only words out to the the listenership who are non-black... how long does a country have to continue to teach and preach to the world that you're an animal? Continue to treat you like an animal. Slay you in the streets as if you're an animal. Before that particular group of people finally says, okay, it's morphing time. Yeah. You want an animal. You wanted an animal. I guess I can show you one now. Yeah. When the 
inalienable rights of the country were supposed to be given to you as a part of the agreement of being a law-abiding citizen of the country, when those agreements are constantly broken and the agreements are constantly shown to you, to your own face, that they're not meant for you. What, what is that particular group of people supposed to do? You think that to yourself, and hopefully you can make some sense within your own heart about all of this, and don't judge us. We're hurt. Uh, my people, um, don't let anybody make you feel like you're crazy for fucking shit up. Um, you don't, like, honestly, you don't owe anybody who don't, who isn't going what you're going through an explanation. Um, fuck shit up if you want to. If you can't fuck shit up, um, physically, go online, fuck shit up, argue with the racist, post good information, <laughs> really tell motherfuckers where to go, like, really, like, do your part, bro, because there, there's a part to play everywhere. Uh, fuck 12, fuck the police. And, be, and before we close, look, I just came across this tweet. A white person just tweeted. So, hashtag police, if you're going to kill a black person in the future for crimes, please do it away from cameras behind closed door. <laughs> behind closed doors. Honestly, this is a mess. You see? You see? This is how they feel. Yeah, that's that's right the there. thing. They just, it's not worth the trouble. They don't really care about us. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> they, they fuck just, you. They just don't really care about us. Ben, what's the song of the week? Please, man. Yeah, this yeah. week's song of the week comes at the hands of the king of pop himself, on, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Justice. What the fuck, man? Give it up for MJ, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You gonna do your dance. Justice. You do your little dance. I love this show. Come on, do your little dance. I couldn't fucking wait, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, got the Brother Hassan book coming out, though. Shit, there we go. Go ahead. Uh, Brother Hassan got the book yeah, coming out. Uh, Haiti and her friends. Uh, the documentary is out now. You can get it at uh, Vegan uh, Trap Lord Spot. Um, man, T-shirts, support, man. Everything I do, I do for the community. Every day I put my life on the line. When I walk out in these streets, I speak unapologetic for black men, black women, and children. And I truly care about black folks. So I ask for black folks' support You know, for what I do. Support Brother Hassan, and if you need his information, you can follow him at Brother Hassan. And if you can't find him, just DM us. We'll let you know where you can find him and where you can reach him. He is for the people. And thank you for listening to the NWO Podcast. Peace.